from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Packed out the winter jacket yesterday. Did you? Wasn't that cold? Not yesterday. Matthew had on his scarf and winter toque. Scarf? Yesterday? Yeah, yeah for the walk yesterday. Y'all are like Bro, so I dramatic. The, I know. I had the AC on in the, in the, in the truck yesterday. Did you really? Yeah, man. No. I got hot. I was sitting somewhere in the sun. It was just baking through. Yeah. Yeah, so hold on here. So you're all like scarves and toques already? Oh, my God. Yeah, with the hood up on his winter coat with the fur all around it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you look silly this time of year walking around yeah, like that. that's not... Uh... I still haven't put socks on. Still? No. Feet and toes don't get cold. No. Even no. when you get in the truck, like, so early in the morning. No. I see. I like being... I was so hot last night. Like, I'm lying... I'm, I lie, I sit on the couch, right? And I have my tiny little corner of the couch. And then Catherine decides that she wants to like cuddle, right? And I love it. Don't get me wrong. But the idea that any woman would want to sit close to me mm-hmm. is like, I do not take that for granted. There's a right? lineup. Thank you, Maury. But I'm bony. I'm not comfy. I don't have like, I'm not soft, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like, I'm, I'm, un, I'm, un, I'm uncomfortable. She just wants to cuddle with her fiance. Okay. So she like lines up against me with her head on my lap and then she's got a blanket on her and then underneath mm-hmm. the blanket is a cat. And like, there's so much heat going on mm-hmm. that I start sweating and becoming extremely uncomfortable and irritable. And I don't want to start, like, I don't want to push her off. So Mm -hmm. I just start fidgeting, hoping that she'll get pissed off enough to lift her head. And she does not. And then eventually I say, babe, you're killing me right now. Like, you're absolutely killing me How many minutes have passed? 40. 40 minutes? 40 minutes. And I'm sitting there dying. That's enough time for a cuddle. Oh, I'm dying. I'm so hot. And I can feel, like, my bum starting to sweat, like, under my jeans and stuff like this, right? Like, I go to move, and it's not it's not a shimmy. It's a slide. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right? So I'm like that on the couch, and I'm gassy, and I'm like, I got so far and everything else. You uh, see a doctor. And then, <laughs> and, then uh, and then I go, I go, listen, I'm done with this, right? I go, I gotta, I'm I gotta, I'm this. done with this. I go, I gotta go yeah. to bed. And then she says, Oh yeah, I'm going to bed too. And I'm like, Ugh. So <laughs> God, now you know how I feel every day. Wow. So and not that I listen, I I because I know what happens, right? Yeah. So I go down, I go down to bed, and then I get in the bed, and we bought these new sheets, and they're just so incredible, everything else. And I go, I'm leaving my shirt on tonight because I know I'm gonna sweat. Yeah. Right. She goes, why do you know you're going to sweat? I'm like, because I'm so revved up hot right now that I know I'm going to sweat through this shirt. And I just need a little protection between me and the new sheets. Right. But no pants. Like, no pants. And she goes. Even with oh, your sweaty ass, huh? Yeah. No. Even with, yeah, I know. You got to air that I, out. I, I had to air it out, right? Mm. I was just had to air it out in the bed. And then so I lie there. Yeah. And then she goes, here, this is what you need. And she starts ripping all the blankets off me. Right, which I don't like. I feel too exposed that way. Right, I'm bare ass yeah. with no blanket. So then I pull the sheet back up, and she goes, "You good now?" And I go, "Yeah." And then she takes one of those arms of hers and she throws it right across my chest. Aww. 
Hey, how come you don't go into so the backyard? Sweet. Huh? No, to air no, not sweet. So no, sweet. no, not sweet. Aww. Not sweet at all. Too hot. Fiance just wants to cuddle. I know man. she wants to cuddle. And don't get me wrong. I am forever bro, grateful you, that she wants to cuddle with no, me. No, you messed up big time. Bro. I did not mess up. You no, messed up. No. She was trying to put the moves on you. You, she was not. And she was setting it up from the nah, couch. No. From the time you guys you, were on the oh, couch. You think I missed signals? Bro, your game Puh, is long please. gone. Puh, you please. could not see nah. from a mile away. That she pheromones were in the air. No, there she was, was no pheromones. She was, she was throwing you it all are at you. Mad. No, I no. did not miss any signal. No, no, no. Sweaty no. ass of yours. No, no, no. Opportunity. No, 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 no. Monday night hookup no, with your no, fiance. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, look at all the signs, guys. Shut the up. Signs There's no signs. Right there. Yeah. There was no signs. Oh, bro, you just detailed all the no, signs. No, you shut <laughs> up with that. There was no signs. You blocked Come so on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, they say that the key to a good night's sleep, we all need that, mm-hmm. uh, is to sleep like a toddler. And when they say sleep like a toddler, oh, they, they fight your bedtime. <laughs> thank you, like a two-year-old, right? Yeah. Fight it tooth and nail. Can I just have one more minute? Please? Okay. okay. So more. when they say sleep like Two a toddler, uh, what they suggest are four things to getting a good night's sleep that you can take from a toddler's routine. One okay. is set a consistent, set a consistent, consistent bedtime. Okay, that's I agree number with that. one. Yeah. Uh, take a warm bath one mm. or two hours before bedtime. Mm. Matthew does that. Does he really? Yeah. Uh, put lotion on. Yeah. Put on lotion and give yourself a slight mm. massage as you okay. do it. This will help you relax. I agree. I mean, it's more comforting if someone gives you the massage. Thank you. Uh, do something quiet before bed. Toddlers get stories or reading time with their mm-hmm. parents before bed. Do something that's quiet and calming before bed so again meditation set a consistent bedtime got it take a bath got it uh rub the lotion on the skin got it okay (laughs) yeah yeah you do you lotion before bed no no you don't lotion before i lotion my hands though you do huh yeah yeah but you don't put the lotion that's on those hands on anywhere else in your body Mm -mm. i wash my face before bed okay but no lotion goes like you don't do nothing like that no just the hands yeah not the face if if i work out like yesterday, I worked out in the afternoon. Then I took a shower after. Yeah, I then lotioned up my body after that. Yeah, everything like like, like scalp down to toes. Everything really. That seems exhausting to me. I would need huh. a nap after that. That's Lotion the whole idea your of your list. Yeah, I guess maybe that's maybe that's the point is to just tire yourself nice. out, right? I would I would be so sore after trying to rub lotion all over my body because I would try it at some part of my back that I can't reach right, and well, then I, don't I get would my strain back. myself. I don't get my back. You don't. So no, what do you do? Awesome. Just just the front. Right? So I start with chest. Chest. You right? start with chest. Yeah. How much lotion are you putting on that chest? I start with chest. Yeah. Right. A lot. A like lot. A dollop. And then I do... Um, Question. Can I then, pause you for one second yeah. just so I can get the visual? Yeah. Do you um, lotion in the hand then on the chest or do you squirt right on the chest and then rub it in with no, the hand? in my hand first. In your hand. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, Actually, you should be putting it right on your chest according to dermatologists. You should really, huh? Why? Because that way the oils and uh, Jonathan Van Ness on Queer Eye. Okay. And then famed dermatologist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay. Yeah, so, so it goes chest. Okay. And then arms. Chest and arms. Okay. Yeah. You don't and do then, belly. 
Well, yeah, no, chest well, and belly. Chest and belly. Everywhere. Okay. Torso. 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 Okay, right? okay. And then I do arms. Yeah. And then I do uh, legs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you do I upper even, leg? Yeah, all my legs. Yeah. Do you, do, un- do, you do undercarriage? Uh, yes. You do, huh? Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. And then, um, and then like my calves and shins. Yeah. Bum and then cheeks? my feet. And also butt cheeks. You do, huh? Yep. What about like backs of the shoulders, like where you could reach yes, like that? I, can, I do, do my shoulders as well. You don't get sore rubbing all that lotion on no. you? I would be exhausted. How come you don't have some sort of plastic long reaching arm that you can do for your, I guess, middle of your back? Like a sponge? Like that something that's long so? where you put like a the loofah? lotion. Yeah, like something where you can put the lotion on and then reach back with the yeah, long it's called, stick. It's called a loving wife, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, it's the loving touch of somebody who loves you, Maury. I know that seems foreign to you. Well, that's why I need a plastic right, thing. Right? That's why your skin dries out, bro. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Uh, hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey. What's going on? I'm, I'm just driving to work. Should I pull oh. over? Uh, yeah, sure. sure. Okay. I just want to confirm, you were the one that texted us today, right? I, I have been texting you, yeah. Okay. What is your name? My name's Abby. Abby texted and said this, Roz. Mm-hmm. I'm proposing in 15 days. Oh. I feel like a kid waiting for Christmas. Any tips on making the time fly? On how to make time fly? Well, I mean, you had like two years, right, Roz? Yeah. How did you wait that out? And then it was almost harder to keep it a secret after because we the proposal when i proposed to Catherine happened in june and then we had to keep it um quiet for three months yeah until the video came out yeah. at the end of september all of july all of august and all of september Ooh, girl couldn't even wear a ring no she didn't even couldn't even get a couldn't ring even get a ring yeah just in yeah. case um it is i will say you are either the type of person who deals with this kind of thing or you're not like I was fine over the summer. It was torture for Catherine. Yeah, of course it was. torture. She is not built for secrets. No. Right? And, like, just, it was absolute, like, even with, like, Catherine and Roxy, they, those, the two of them, just, like, secrets are not a thing that they enjoy. Uh Where I enjoy keeping a secret. Like, I was really enjoying, as stressful as it was that it was going to get out, that somebody was going to ruin it. Um, I enjoyed that time leading up to when the proposal was going to happen because, because it was still yours, because, I guess. Yeah, right? because because it was sweet, and I really like. I loved the anticipation, right? But it, it could it would not have worked the other way. Yeah, like at all. So, Abby, how long has this been in in the works for? Uh, three months. Three, three months. months. Okay. And you are you proposing with a ring? You have a ring? Not yet. That's part of the anticipation. Is oh. it, it's anything now that's getting custom made, and I'm. I'm waiting for the email that I can go get it. Oh, okay. Well, have you been acting weird around your partner? Like, are you giving off signs? Are you giving off signs? Because a lot of times, because you got to watch yourself, because a lot of times when we talk to couples who just like got engaged, the person who was asked, we asked them, hey, has your partner been acting weird? And then they're like, yeah, actually, they were acting Mm. weird. (laughs) Right? So you may not know. So I would just say, try your best to act like normal. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been saying I'm just really excited for Halloween. <laughs> so, a question for you: So, is this is your your partner a guy, or a man, or a woman? A woman. A woman. Okay. So, because this, if it was a guy, trust me, it changes things. <laughs> um, because I don't know. That's like surprising a guy with a proposal. Ugh, that's a whole. That's a whole thing. So, it, the question is: Is she like expecting a proposal? Like, is this something you guys have discussed? Uh, discussed. 
discussed, but I think it's I think it's a bit of a surprise because uh, I've told her that um, you know it just might not happen yet. You know, we're just not sure. I think she wants it sooner than I've led her to believe it's happening. Oh, gotcha. okay, okay, because okay. The okay. Thing so that, I think the, you might be okay then. See, the thing that I had going for me was that Catherine and I never talked about me. Like it never came up. Like yeah. it, and it and it and it wasn't going to ever come up, right? So it's not like we would have conversations about getting married and then I would have to try and avoid or lie. Yeah. Like I never had to lie because it never came up. So where it's going to get difficult for you is if you and your partner at some point between now and the day you plan to propose that topic comes up. So avoid it or avoid her. <laughs> like that's where it's going to get tough yeah. for you because then you're not you're not keeping a secret at that point, then you're lying. Uh-huh. I'm I'm fine about the secret and the lying. I'm just so like oh. excited. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't like do so my work. So you're good, oh, Abby. I got you're you. Fine. I got you. You're just you're really just, excited. You're just too excited. Okay, I think just yeah, keep the excitement up. Wait. Just don't yeah. show the excitement too much to tip her off on the engagement, yeah, okay? Yeah, right. All right, girl. All the best. Thank you for reaching out. We what love if you she lots. proposes to you Congrats. between now and then? Oh, jeez. Don't oh, throw oh, that in the mix. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. My sorry. God. sorry. Sorry. Love okay, you cool. lots, Abby. Take bye. care. Okay, bye, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I got to play you this clip of Akon talking to a morning show out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. on the radio called The Morning Hustle. Um, replying to a question... A claim T-Pain had brought up saying that Akon, back in the day, used to have, like, a stunt double perform at shows for him. Really? When he couldn't show up to a show. <laughs> really? Yeah. And that stunt double was his brother, and nobody knew. <laughs> oh. But in the interview, he says that there is one way you could tell that it, like, if you really, really knew, yeah. there's only one way you could tell that it was his brother performing instead of him. Listen to this. Let me clear some things up. <laughs> Boo was my double. He was? He was my double. This was before internet. <laughs> if you saw Boo in one place and you saw me, you couldn't tell the difference. Boo started off as my hype man when we was on the road. Okay. We was booked so, and I was like, man, all this money I'm leaving on this table. Like, you, yeah. you cannot leave all this money on the table. Yeah. Can Boo even sing? No. <laughs> Boo can't sing, he can't do nothing. <laughs> so was the hat pulled down super low? But see, that, see, back then, nobody knew that. That's how you could tell the difference. Yeah. Boo wears hats, I don't, because right. I always want to show my waves. Right. Wow. So Boo, when he wear the hat, you can't tell. No, Here's the funny you can't. thing. Typically, Akon, when I picture you, I picture you wearing a hat. So I'm picturing Boo this whole time. Now, I'm right. not going to lie. You got another you know brother that look like y'all, too. And now, that's the, that, no, that was the sequel. Because oh, so Omar, you, it was three of y'all. Omar was my now. Omar, he came up under me when I was in the street, but he okay. never, he just never left the street alone. That's just he's my ears of the street even to this mm-hmm. day. Now Omar, he would do it without getting permission from me. This nor is Bruce. mad <laughs> funny. Omar be in another country, another city, getting money, and I'm like, what? They booked me already. I never. Did. <laughs> Come on now. So I, I googled Akon performing with hat and yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing comes up. So Akon has two brothers. One that would stand in Shut for him up. as his double to uh, perform when he couldn't make it to w- a city because he's just so overbooked to make more money. To make more money, Book didn't more want to shows. miss out on the on the money. And then his other brother, his hustler brother, 
went and did shows without Akon knowing and made that money and kept it. <laughs> oh my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You want to hear uh, America's grandpa being weird? Who's America's grandpa? Don't President, say... President Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, sure. Because you know he's always like, getting close with, uh, with people. Girls, young girls is right. what it always was. Yeah. There was like a whole... They, super close. Bro, when he was VP... There used to be, and I guess they bury this stuff when somebody becomes president, and then collectively everybody agrees that, like, well, nobody's going to show that footage anymore. There was so much footage of Joe Biden, like, walking up to children and, like, kissing them and stuff, like, mm-hmm. like, like touching them weird and going in for close getting hugs. too close. And what do you do now? So he was in Irvine, California for an event, and then there was this. His mom who was there with her kid, her teenage daughter, right? How old teenage? 18 or like 13? Um, I don't know. She looked maybe 17, 16, 17 years old. Okay. Right? And the mom was like, oh, can we get a picture? And then he leans in to her and says something. And he, I think you can hear it in this clip. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. No serious guys till you're 30. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> right? And sh- the oh, look on this. No serious guys till you're 30? Yeah, he goes, I told oh, this to my, my daughter God. and my granddaughter. And like the look on the girl's face at first was like, okay. Oh, so creepy. <laughs> so weird, man. Like, he's just like the weird now, Very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters. Very no serious guys till you're 30. Okay. No, no what? No serious guys till you're 30. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> So what happens before that? Like, is he trying to just be funny and relatable? I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he's just trying to be like, you know, like he's got that grandfather thing and words of wisdom to to youngins and everything else. But you can't. No serious guys. You can't lean into like a teenage girl when you're like a old man and start telling them about dating and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> Nobody want to like, hear that, Grandpa. Like, it's just so weird, right? Yeah. Like nobody, nobody wants that. Oh, so that's the memory you're gonna have for the rest of your life as this man leans in, telling me no guys. Oh, believe me, there's a lot of people that have weirdo memories of him leaning in (laughs) and stuff. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Speaking of the Rock, um, he was at the Leafs game last night as well. Uh, so a lot of reaction to Rock uh, showing up at the Toronto Maple Leafs game. First of all, the reception that he got was incredible, but it's yeah. the it's the chant that sort of left people a little puzzled. So here's uh, the Rock at the Toronto Maple Leafs game last night. So I called in a favor from a friend. Let's see if he can make it. Let's see. Is he is he here? Is he in the building? started a whole new thing with let's go leafs everybody knows it's go leafs go right like mm-hmm. that's how we do it up here uh austin matthews uh talking about uh where what his thoughts were was realizing that the rock was actually at the game it was uh yeah i was uh 
you know, just TV timeout, kind of minding my own business, and I look up and the rock comes flying out of nowhere. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Obviously, he got the he got the building going pretty good, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, you know cool to see a guy uh, like that come by and obviously get the crowd going. It was pretty sweet. And uh, nobody wants to say anything bad about Dwayne Johnson, no, but uh, but they did but ask. Kick your ass. They, they did ask Oscar Matthews what he thought of Let's Go Leafs. Let's go Leafs. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe somebody should have told him. But, uh, you know, yeah, still, uh, still awesome moment. You know, uh-huh. yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody should have told him. Maybe the Rock started like a new chant. Yeah, and like at the next game, which is tomorrow, <laughs> by the way, you'll hear "Let's go Leafs." No, you you won't. Instead of "Go Leafs, no. go." No, no, you won't. Not no, at all. You, won't. you guys don't think so? You, you think that's gonna catch on, more? Should we start it now? No, no. Just Let's go, go Leafs. Leafs. Let's go, Leafs. No, it's not good. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because, and I don't know, like, and I don't know of any team, like, they don't do, because, like, even in Ottawa, it's like, they always say, like, go Sens, go. It's go Leafs, go. Uh, go Habs, go. Go Habs. No, uh, I think New York. I think New York goes, let's go, Rangers. Yes, I yes, so. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, I think, but, but, but it's I, not go, Rangers, go. No, no. I, no, they say, let's go, let, let's go. And, and, because, and, you know, the only thing that I um, think maybe where Dwayne Johnson's head was, if I can sort of defend Dwayne Johnson Please. and his his actual is being a fan of Toronto, is Dwayne Johnson is, I'm sure, far more ingrained in the world of CFL than he is maybe sure. of NHL. Yeah. And, and he's a football guy. And and anybody who knows CFL, it's let's go Argos, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So but I'm sure that somebody as he's walking through the tunnel say, here's what you say. I'm sure that they did. And then he was like, yeah, cool. And then he got out there and <laughs> messed it all up. Like <laughs> yeah. we've all done that a million times. <laughs> like let's how many times? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the place went bananas last night and people loved that he was there. And uh, Mocha's interview from the uh, gold carpet last night of Black Adam uh, coming up on the Rosa mocha show the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast oh. last night toronto maple leaves at scotia bank arena uh their uh home opener mm-hmm. against washington uh three two was the final score for the leaves of course the rock was there let's go leaves uh <laughs> leaves next game is uh tomorrow night against the senators seven o'clock david maury was at Scotiabank Arena to talk to the excited fans after the game. And uh, some of them sound like they had a little too much to drink. Oh, yeah. And those are always the fun ones to talk to. All right, how excited are you for the season? Buddy, you don't even know how excited I am for the season. (laughs) You see, we just beat these guys. We put them to work. They don't even know what's coming. Right now... This is the team that we have. This is the team. Washington. That's a good team. We smoked them. What are your predictions for the season? How do you think we're going to do? Well, we're going we're gonna to make it out of the first round. That's all I care about, and that's all that matters. Are you feeling it? I'm, I'm feeling it. Are you feeling it? I'm f- feeling it. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it, brother. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. What do you think this season holds for the Leafs? Well, I'm optimistic. It's our last season. We can really with this core group of players. So, you know, hoping for the best. <laughs> Look good. Matthew's got his first, so. And we won the home opener. So should we already be planning the parade? 
Ooh. We're Leafs fans, so we all know that it's a little bit to be prudent. Not yet, not yet. But uh, it's Christmas. You know, I think we've got a shot, a good shot at the playoffs, and hopefully we get out of the first round. Then we plan the parade. Honestly, they have such potential to get to go far this year. Um, you know, just play our game and uh, honestly, hard work. You know, we got the right guys to do this this year. So, you know, we just gotta believe and bleed blue. And uh, hey. this is our year. Honestly, we say it every year, but we got it for real this time. If you could talk to the Leafs right now, what would, what advice would you give them? Uh, let's tighten up the defense. Let's get focused and uh, let's have a blast. Stay out, stay out of the bar and let's stay in training. Okay, how excited are you for this season? <laughs> Very excited, what? but with trepidation. We're going to win the first series, but unfortunately we won't go past the first series. Wow. Why do you say that? Because we have the wrong team leading the, the team. I'm absolutely <laughs> pumped. I think this is the year we do it. Austin Matthews is going to lead us to greatness. I'm talking 70 goals. You know, he's breaking nice. records this year, baby. Let me just say this. Toronto Maple Leafs are going to make not only the second round, all right, they're going to make the Stanley Cup finals and win it all. Right. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go, baby. Let's go. You were here, Leafs home opener. We won. How do you feel for this season? I just love this season. This is our season, right? This is the beginning of a new beginning, right? This is our <laughs> season. So this is the season we make it past the first season of the playoffs. Austin Matthews breaks 71 goals is what my prediction is, yeah. That's the worst ever. Thanks, buddy. Nice to meet you, man. Were you guys singing happy birthday? Oh, sorry, what? Yeah, that, well, you guys were singing happy birthday, man. No. It's the Hockey Night in Canada theme. No, you were singing happy birthday. You were singing happy birthday. The Hockey Night in Canada theme is... Yeah, I just... That's what we did. No, 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 no. You were going... You were going... Yeah, listen, listen. Happy birthday, man. Anyways, go Leafs, go. Happy birthday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Yo, Coco, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Mocha. Hi, Roz. How are you? Great. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story, Coco. Well, thank you. Uh, Coco, where and when does your hell of a story take place? My hell of a story takes place about eight and a half, nine years ago in Thailand. Oh, wow. man. We've had a couple Thailand stories on this. Mm-hmm. It, okay. Uh, nothing ever good. <laughs> nothing ever good. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, my husband and I um, were on a month-long tour in Thailand, and we did a guided Beautiful. tour. Beautiful. So we had just finished our stint in Bangkok, and we were headed up to Chiang Mai, um, and we were taking the overnight train, like the sleeper train. So we all go. We unpack our stuff. We make our beds, and, you know, we're still in our early 30s and hanging out with a bunch of 20 year olds so you know where do you go the party car obviously (laughs) what happens in the what happens in the party car yo man what happens in the party car stays in the party car okay okay right legit they have a dj they had music they had the bar like everything was bumping like we were drinking honk song and singa like just so we were partying and we didn't want the party to stop Right. So we 
took the bartender away and got him a little busy on the dance floor. We turned the clock back an hour to keep the bar open. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So finally, the party shut down like around 2.30 a.m. Yeah. And so we wandered back through all of the cars and we said goodnight and tucked ourselves into bed. Uh-huh. And it's a little bit noisy. So, you know, I put on my eye mask and my earplugs and closed. They have like a little curtain. So like I closed my little privacy curtain sure. and yeah. passed out, right? Yeah. And then I like... I wake up and like I feel my body moving a little bit. I'm like, man, I know I drank a lot, but like, hold up, what's going on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden I feel a big rock and then somebody walking on my back. Wait a second. So you're sleeping in bed and you feel somebody, you get woken up by somebody walking on your back? Walking on my back, legit. And okay. I was like, what is happening right now? I'm so disoriented. I have no clue what's going on. And then I realized that I'm upside down. What? And I'm face first. On the window. Okay. My mattress is on top of me. Okay. And it's the person on my back was the girl in the sleeper car on the other side of the train. Okay. Our train completely derailed and flipped over in the jungle. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Coco, and you slept through the whole thing? No, well, sort of. I thought I was just hella drunk, <laughs> Okay, man. Coco, when you wake up and the train has already flipped over, you slept through the whole thing. Yes, because it was just like a slow burn, right? Like, we were further at the back. So you get out or what? So hold on. So there, <clears throat> it's Thailand, and there are no emergency exits. There's no such <laughs> That's thing. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pitch black. There's no lights. So we had some headlamps and stuff because we were, you know, well-prepared backpackers. And they were, like, just telling us, leave everything, leave everything, because there was gas filling out of the train. Oh, and they're no! like, get out of the train. Oh, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So our guide had a hunting knife. So our guide had to cut the, like, you know, the elastic, not elastic, like, like the, the, like the part fold- in between the train. The, 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 yeah, the, 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 like the rubber foldy part between cars. Yeah. And we had to, like, feed each other out the top of it, jump <laughs> off of the train. Yeah. And then just when you think it gets better, no, we're on a live track. <laughs> okay. And so they're yelling at us in Thai to not stand on the train track on the other side because the train could come that way. So we were standing in the middle of the track. The train's flipped over. It's the middle of the night. We're in pajamas. People are starting to wander off into the jungle to go pee. Oh, no. Everybody's yelling in Thai, don't go into the jungle. There's tigers. (laughs) Come on. Jesus. And so we're like, but what are we supposed to do? Like, are they just going to come and eat us? Like, if we just stand here, like, we're just sitting dust. So what happened? So we waited like four hours. And then as the sun comes up, yeah, we can finally see everything. So okay. the track was broken. Part like the wheels of the train legitimately dislocated from the train. Oh, my God. 200 meters ahead was a cliff. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, boy. Like, instant death. Yeah. And when we finally were rescued, like, four hours later, driving back on the train the other way, about 300 meters back before was, like, a little drop-off and a river. And we would have all just drowned in in there. So after all of that, (laughs) that. finally got rescued, obviously. Well, we got rescued, and we were taken to the nearest little town, and they were so wonderful. Like, all the locals there were so cute. They set up chairs for us. They brought us water. They tried to bring us some breakfast. Like, everybody was just bruised and cut, and we had to rescue people with, like, ladders and the mattresses to get them off of the trains like people with broken 
shoulders and clavicles and noses. And- oh so so you and your husband now, you look fondly on this trip or no? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Coco, that is one hell of a story. Thank how, you so much for sharing. Hell of a story, right? Yeah, that's great. Uh, we're glad you're doing well. But, yeah, when stuff goes wrong in, in Thailand, it really goes wrong in Thailand. Like, that's what, like we, that, that's what we know. That's, like, the most wrong it could go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, a, it's a beautiful place with beautiful people. But when something goes wrong in Thailand, man, it goes the worst way. Yeah. Well, the only bonus, we ended up on the front of the Bangkok Post. So we got our five minutes. <laughs> there you go. Hey. And you became Thailand famous. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Coco. I am Thailand famous. You Thanks, got it. guys. Love you guys so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello. Happy so, Monday. Maury clearly cheated on Wordle this morning. Oh. No, I did not. Uh, yeah, you uh, did. Hold on a second here, There's Maury. Like zero hold, chance. No, hold on. Pause, pause for one second. You know pause, my pause, pause for one second. Pause for one second. Hang you tight. Guns and blazing. Just hang tight for one second, Maury. I'm going to send mine to the group chat. By the way, it's so hold good to see second. everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, Maury. About time somebody else got accused. Okay. So uh, I also got it in two today. Did you? Yeah, because I looked at when you submitted yours to the group chat, Maury, I know what your first word is. Mm -hmm. Oh, fair. Okay, so Maury's first word is always penis. Yeah. Right? And so I knew, looking at it, that that was Maury's first word. And so here's the accusation. Dun, dun. Um, Here's the accusation. I believe strongly that the evidence shows based on Maury's first word, because Maury has been very vocal, that he never veers from his first word. It's like somebody playing the same lottery numbers every single week, hoping that they come up. Because the mm-hmm. week it changed, that's when it's going to be. Correct. So Maury's first word again is penis. Mm-hmm. And a lot of letters showed up. Of course. Okay? A lot of letters showed up. Now, I will say this. After having known what Maury's first word is. I also put in Maury's first word Mm -hmm. because I knew exactly what it was and I got all the same letters that showed up. There is no way, Maury, that what today's word actually is is a word that you would come up with on your second try. Absolutely not. But I was sitting on the toilet entering in many things that just didn't work. Like, you know, when you get something wrong that isn't a word, it shakes. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not not a word. Not in the word list. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, let's try this. Let's try. Because I knew that there was one letter that I didn't get. So I Here had to is my it. accusation. Oh, wow. Well, you're not even, uh, Your Here, Honor, you're not letting me defend myself. Here, you are, it, you are not, it, it's not your turn. It's still my turn. I just want to get a little bit more info out of you first. <laughs> Here's what I believe happened. I believe that Dammit Maury put in his first word as he always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got all them letters. Yeah. And then I think Maury realized that this was an opportunity to get it in two, and it would be believable. So I believe it was at this point that Dammit Maury went looking for the answer to today's Wordle, found the answer, and then submitted it fraudulently. Absol- absolutely not. There is no way. We all know Dammit Maury. Mm-hmm. There's no way anybody who saw what today's Wordle word was would think that Maury would get that word in two. And shockingly, he did. It was only two weeks ago when we were talking about Wordle last. When Maury had said, oh, when we were talking about cheating. Mm -hmm. Because I think uh, somewhere in the group chat, people were accusing 
Shem? Always. They're always cheating, accusing Shem right? of cheating. And then they... Maury is the one that came up with or, or that spit out the information that mm. if you go to private, here's how you cheat it. Because well, Ross and Mocha fans nah, told me how to do it. Oh, oh, you go oh, to private oh, browsing, oh, right? Yes, yes. You figure it out there first. Yes. You go through and get the answer. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to regular browsing mm -hmm. to your actual worksheet, mm -hmm. right, with mm -hmm. all your stats. And then you fill mm -hmm. it out that way. Do you see what mm -hmm. happens when you often lie and the one time you don't? Uh, do you? <laughs> well, this is the one time I don't. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I still you know say. I your knew private this browsing would happen tactic. when nobody oh! applauded me in oh! the group chat. There was no applause. Not even yep. from Shem. Not because even a good Maury, job. you have to understand, Maury, that when you make such a big deal out of ways to cheat at Wordle, mm. when you get it in two, we're not going to applaud. Well, applaud. No. Also, that Wordle, what was that Wordle on Saturday? Is that the one that killed everybody? Hold on. Oh, there was a stat. I read on this. Saturday, I think we all, we all, Hold it on, took though. a six. I should have had it in three. Hold on here. What was the word on Saturday? Um, it was, um. Oh, God. Like, Can you even check? Yeah. Yeah. Where? Because I saw there like, was a stat on the on the New York Times. What Which one was it? It was one that, like, everybody got it in six and everybody, Sunday. nobody could. What's that? It was yesterday's. Was it? Yeah. But can you, how do you check? Well, you just got to remember what it was. I didn't. Because whatever that word was, everybody wound up getting it in six. And some people did, most people didn't get it at all. So whatever that word was, it was uh, Wordle 483. Oh, 483. Yeah. It was 483. Oh, that's the one. Oh, I don't remember. That one I did at like eight o'clock on Saturday night. So the New York and Times, that same thing. I got it in six. So the New York Times sent out uh, a tweet regarding Wordle four eighty three, mm -hmm. and normally they say one to two percent of Wordle players on a daily basis don't get the word right. One mm -hmm. to two percent for Wordle four eighty three. Thirty percent of people failed. Oh wow. 30%. So Saturday's word was catch. Catch. That's what it was. C-H. Catch. That's the word that killed everyone. Yeah. That More, was a difficult Maury one. got it in two. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's official. One week to go now. Until the finale of House of the Dragon. We're there already? Yep, episode nine was last night. Oh, it's probably going to be a big one, too. That's Get what ready. she said. Damn it, Maury and damn it, Matthew. Once again, sitting down to watch and recap episode nine. It's been quite entertaining this season. I've quite enjoyed this show through the eyes of uh, damn it, Maury and his husband, damn it, Matthew. I haven't watched one frame of this show, and I've really Neither has the I've... lighting director because he doesn't show up to work. Well, if you you didn't watch uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, there was a There's they promoted this this fight. It was a fight on the beach in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. They promoted this thing forever. It was like a massive plot point, and it was like twenty minutes. You could, it, could it was the dark. <laughs> That's all it was. Was just the dark. Every now and then, you you heard like a sword hitting somebody, or something, and you tell. then it was over. <laughs> so after uh, watching. 
now nine episodes. Are you yes. guys like into the show, Maury, or are you just like can't wait for next week's Every season week? Every week we always sort of dread when it's time. Yeah. yeah. But then five minutes in, we're like, okay, this is interesting. No idea what's going on. Right. You're talking, about, you're talking about watching the show, not something else, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need, need to make sure. Same answer for both. Ah, uh, the damn it's recapping episode nine of House of the Dragon. We have to discuss. Discuss what? I don't have patience for that today. The oh. king is dead. <laughs> Surprise. I thought you'd be more upset by this. No, it was very obvious in the last episode, at the end, he took his last breath and said, my love. But here's the thing I learned, is if you're going to change your mind or make wishes as you're moments away from death, somebody needs to get you to sign it, because no one's believing what he said. He should have did a will. Should have had it in the will. <laughs> but he changed his mind last minute, last second, that he wants his son to take over the throne and no one is believing him. Well, no, shit. of course it's going to be your son <laughs> taking over the throne. <laughs> no, no one believes. They're at a... Board of Directors meeting with, like, board pool directors. table on the table. I don't know what the hell that is. Those marble balls. Oh, if the ball is in front of you, you are to speak. Oh. It's funny when they're in front of me, I can hardly speak. <laughs> hey And the prince they're looking for is the Aegon prince. Eggheart. Aegon. Isn't it Eggheart? No, Egon. I don't know. It's the blonde child oh my god everyone's blonde i have no idea too many characters i cannot keep up. i'm telling you he's <laughs> so eye patch's brother so okay true. and then can we talk about the children's fight club where they put the poor kids in a ring and bet on which child is going to beat the crap out of the other one this is horrendous can't they just throw stones in the lake or whatever well they finally found egot hiding in someone's tomb no i think he's just hiding under like a monument of fountain of candles anyway he's pouting and sulking he doesn't want to be found he doesn't want to be king oh poor thing like i care so this knight really wanted to get information from the queen he doesn't want to take information from the queen i think she is using him to get information and in order for him to give up the information he wants to look at her beautiful feet he has a foot fetish i that i hate feet just, uh, Look at mine. No, I'm, I don't like anybody's feet. I don't feet. like feet in general. I don't even like when in the summertime when you see people with sandals. Like, ugh. No. <laughs> Touch my feet. No. And like every episode, it's boring, boring, boring. And then they all end with some big thing that happened. Oh my God, there was a big explosion. I thought it was a bomb, but then I'm like, wait, they didn't have bombs back then. So what the hell was that? And then poof, a dragon. But this was the king's, the dead king's sister. I think she wanted to prove that she should have been queen or i guess queen and this was her way of saying yeah bye 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 no i don't think it was bye i think it was hi i'm here she flew away it's like she left her mark left her impression and then they all need to sit with it you know she destroyed the conference room they were in i have to wait till next episode the final one oh we have a new king we have an angry aunt one more episode, and with that... It sounds to me... It sounds to me like, damn it, Matthew is really into this season. Despite the, like, the negative comments or like him coming off like he doesn't care. Where you really hear that, Matthew is like, tries to come off as being so disinterested in this show... Until Maury makes a mistake and Matthew corrects him. And then you realize, and then you realize how actually into the show yeah, loves Matthew it. is. His favorite show ever. <laughs>
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, have you guys heard about this movie called The Terrifier 2? The Terrifier it's 2? Called, it's called Terrifier 2. I don't know what Terrifier... Like it's a sequel? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, no. I don't know what Terrifier 1 was, but um, going through these headlines where it's several fans have reportedly fainted and vomited during theatrical oh, showings. Oh, oh, oh. Really? Okay. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, uh, somebody tweeted, my friend passed out at the theater and they had to call an ambulance. Stop. Highly recommend this movie. Stop it. Uh, somebody said, um, you can believe this, right? Yeah. Holy Terrifier 2 is fantastic. Definitely not for the weak stomachs. Someone actually fainted during my screening of this movie. Art the Clown is a horror icon. Uh, so go right now onto uh-huh. YouTube, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to all watch the trailer it? together. Terror? It's called Terrifier oh, 2. Terrifier 2 trailer. Okay. Okay, and it's two minutes and six seconds. That's when you want right at the top. Did you find it, Sham? Yep. Got okay, it. cool. Okay, so... Let me know when you pull it up more. <laughs> somebody, somebody else tweeted, just saw Terrifier 2. It was an ugly, amazing, gory mess. Okay. The guy behind me passed out cold and crashed in his chair. Another guy left because he didn't feel good. I overheard him say he was walking out the theater door. I heard a guy puking hard and loud in the wow. bathroom. Okay, I'm just loading it here. Hold okay. on. Okay. okay. Tell me when you guys have... Um, I paused it on the logo. Where it says okay. iconic events. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready? Ready. Okay. In three, two, one, go. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. It's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? Right. I wouldn't worry about it. Art the clown? Are you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? Oh no. It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. (laughs) Oh my god, this guy looks terrifying. Right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. Shut his face. Oh! I believe him. Yo! Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know where Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, Yo! Something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Stress-free environment. Yep. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very He's walking around with like a, with a black garbage bag. From Miles County. Please welcome and he's covered in blood. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much blood! Oh my god, there's so much blood, guys! Oh my goodness! I cannot believe this. Holy crap. Okay, so that was the trailer for Terrifier 2. I don't know what happened to Terrifier 1. 
But uh, but everybody's freaking out over Terrifier 2. Again, the story is that people are, like, passing out and throwing up inside movie theaters. Ambulances are having to be called um, to deal with people who can't handle the film. My favorite part is when he was tiptoeing behind somebody, like, <laughs> like you know, dramatic tiptoe. And just so in case you're wondering, it is a scary clown movie, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah, a homicidal yeah. scary clown. Well, it's and, funny. And the look of this clown, to me, like, I don't know what it is about this this guy. Like, cause the it clown, eh, I could do whatever, whatever. This guy this is guy, scarier. Thank than you. It, than thank you. Like the, almost like the one from American Horror Story. Yeah, almost like bit. that yeah, one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, but like I, a circus clown. Yes, thank you. Like anyway, under the big top. Right. I am absolutely in, into it. <laughs> I love these movies. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, somebody had a wedding in England, and I don't know who the genius was that decided to serve. Uh, Weed-infused cupcakes. Come on! During the reception, but it landed a 63-year-old grandmother in the hospital. You got to put a sign in front of that place after she indulged. Jesus, right? Like when you're having a wedding and you know, like family and friends are going to be there. You can't get grand high. No, (laughs) not everyone might be. Not everybody is going to be cool with. No, weed-infused <laughs> cupcakes, right? No, and the cupcakes looked. I can understand. Yes, why Granny went to the the tray of cupcakes because they looked delicious. I would rather go to a wedding and accidentally eat a cupcake that was infused with laxative but than I would what? going to a wedding eating a cupcake that crazy? was infused with weed. No, no I would rather Ron has more dramatic effects. I would rather spend my night. Okay, mm-hmm. dealing with diarrhea than I would spend my night being well, high. Well, you hate going to weddings, so it would just like get True. you out of there a lot faster, I also faster, don't like right? being high. I would much rather deal with diarrhea than being high. You also love the toilet. Mm-hmm, fact. You shut up, okay? <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything like that. Here is the uh, 63-year-old grandmother talking about the oh. experience. I was really looking forward to this wedding, um, but I missed it because I was completely out. I was invited to a wedding. Um, it was really lovely service. Unfortunately, that's all I actually saw of the wedding. There was various people coming around putting cupcakes on the table. Um, unbeknown to me, it did contain drugs. The next thing I remember was waking up at three o'clock the next morning in Torbay Hospital. Did anybody else eat this cake at the wedding? Uh, my father-in-law did, and it it was really, really bad. I felt awful, dirty, violated, um, and that basically how could anybody do that and put drugs into cakes when you're at a wedding and where there's little children running around as well? Right. Okay, hold on a second here. What did what? they put in the cupcakes? They said weed? Yeah. But she blacked out and woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Like that 12 sounds, hours later. Bro, How much sounds, did they put in there? That sounds Ooh, like Also, she said dirty and violated. Could also have been laxative. You're right. It could have. That's, yeah. I'm I'm sort of, I'm like, I'm on her side now. You know, I mean, I was always on her side. Well, but, yeah, of course. But yeah, I don't think you. It sounds like a prank. Like if you didn't put it, a sign. It sounds like somebody, like it's, you're right. It sounds like sabotage to me. Like mm-hmm. who would do that? What person in their right mind? I guess maybe if all your friends are stoners. The brother-in-law. The brother-in-law. <laughs> Obviously, Maury has brother-in-law issues. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. How are you, Shanice? I'm good. How are you? We are good. Why don't you tell everyone uh, why you're on FML today? Well, I need to know if... I keep working two jobs or just one. Oof. You were at this. Razamoka fixed my life. I started an entire business with my friend and business partner, Victoria, without telling my current employer. It's almost three months later, and I've been juggling both jobs, but I don't know what to do. Should I stay working at the dealership, or do I pull a shoot and just play with the dogs at our cat cafe or at our dogs at our cafe every day what kind of business did you open we opened a dog friendly coffee shop and how's that going for you it's been really good and it is a lot of fun okay making any money (laughs) um we are breaking even at this point which is all i can really ask for well no you gotta start making some some cash (laughs) Can't just break even. Yeah, but most businesses, I, I, I've been told, and the research says, they don't make any money for like two years. So the fact that we don't have to reinvest in it, I'm pretty happy. So what's your, so what's your business plan then for the pet friendly, the dog friendly cafe? Um, business plan, you mean? Like, where do you see? How do you, how do you sort of level this up? How do you go from breaking even to turning a profit? Well. I thought that if I were to work there full time, we could possibly extend our hours and then build a bigger customer base and have more customers come in than the hours that we have now. Because really, when I'm not there, it's just my partner and it's tough for one person. And your partner's there like seven days a week or five days a week? Uh, five to six days a week, yeah. Okay. And it's just the two of you or do you have employees as well? No employees. Come okay. on, guys. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> So you're like a sort of like a two-person shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. How big is it? Uh, a thousand square feet. And that's big. Hmm. And um, but how- if you if you leave your job at the dealership, right? Are you guys making enough for each of you to be able to live, like pay rent, pay mortgage, feed your family? <laughs> well, not at the current money that the shop is bringing in. Mm-hmm. So we would definitely have to increase that. Okay, but you, but you, you're banking on the fact that just being open longer in a day is going to fix those problems, right? Yes. What if it doesn't? Then do I go crawling back and say, "Hey guys, rehire me"? So, you could, but what if they don't? <laughs> but I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. So where, where are you talking about the cafe or at the dealership? At both. Okay. But it doesn't sound like you have. Okay, but it doesn't sound like you have much of a plan set. Like, how are you going to be able to... You have an idea of what you want to do and what you hope could be achieved, but you don't have, like, a definitive plan, the two of y'all, you and your partner. No, we don't. Okay. Yeah, for, you need a good business plan. Mm-hmm. You, you need to know how you are going to level up this business that you and your partner have started, right? Like, that's just the reality of it. Uh, the second thing is, what kind of money are you walking away from if you leave the dealership? A uh, hundred grand a year. Okay, so you're going to walk away from a hundred grand a year, right, to go and spend how many additional hours in your coffee shop are you planning on doing? It'd be about... Four to five. So for an additional four to five hours, you're going to walk away from a hundred grand. How much would it cost you to hire a part-timer to work four to five hours a day in the coffee shop? I guess right now minimum wage is about 15 bucks an hour times yeah. the five hours. Right. Okay. Can you guys afford to hire a part-timer? 
Um, if we did right now, we'd be running a deficit, but maybe with the extended hours, we could. So, yeah, but here's the thing, okay, is that you're hoping that the extended hours are going to start turning a profit. Yeah. So why not just hire somebody to work those hours, and then you don't have to leave a job that pays you $100,000 a year? That makes sense. Business plan, girl. Come on you now. You need a business yes. plan. You need, I get it. You you have a dream and you saw a thousand square feet and you sign a lease and you're like pet friendly cafe. This is awesome. But first yes. of all, you need to know how many of those businesses go through the difficulty in the first year of even just maintaining. Okay. Like the food industry is brutal. Like the turnover is incredible. And without that sort of rock solid business plan, um, you guys, you know, it, it may be an unfortunate ending for you guys. And, and I think that if this is a passion project, there's nothing wrong with that as long as, one, you don't go broke doing it and you don't let somebody else drag you into the ground. But I certainly do not think that you are in a position right now to walk away from a $100,000 a year job to work four extra hours at your pet-friendly cafe that isn't currently turning a profit. But the dogs are so cute. Yeah, hire somebody to play with them. <laughs> Girl, you need to take this serious. It doesn't sound like, like you're like you're being that serious about it. No, I. You guys are right, and I am definitely serious about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, business plan. Yes. Thank you for working on my business plan with me. Yes. No, 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 okay. no, no. We just help get you started. Yeah, no, no, okay. No. <laughs> You need to, you and your business partner, be serious about this and come up with a business plan. Yes, we will crunch some numbers. Okay, or else next year at this time, we're going to be talking to you again. You're going to tell us how you screwed everything up because you didn't have a business plan and your dog-friendly cafe went under. No, we won't be saying that. That won't no, no, no. be happening. And when I when I when we say business plan, okay, we like you need details on how you are going to grow this. Mm-hmm. Not just hopes and dreams. Yeah, not just well, what if we tried this? Like you need you need a plan. That's why it's called a business plan. You need a plan on how you are going to level this up and scale it. Okay. Go get it done, Shanice. You got it. Okay. Right. Take care. All right, love. All right, thanks guys. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Okay, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Okay. But did everyone in this room finish watching The Watcher? Yes. On Netflix. I binged yes. it like all seven okay. episodes in yeah. one sitting. I have not finished yet. You have not no. finished yet. And I I I the hashtag or the watcher was yeah. trending on Twitter. Right. Even up to now. You know it's true, right? No, it's barely true. It's based on it's, a true story. It's barely based on a true story. So I didn't do any of my research. I'll do that after Jenna right. and I finish. I can, I will, okay. I, Naomi we, Watts and yeah. um, well, I mean, it's Bobby Cranavalli. It's funny you to bring it up now Jennifer when you Coolidge haven't, you haven't, too, and you haven't said anything. You, you, we can't really say anything. Okay, I know, so put, I'm just saying, but we got to talk about it. I know, okay. So, I'm gonna, I have to, I have to, so spoiler alert, right? Should I leave? No, don't leave because I'm not going to spoil the show, right? Like, because I, I just, I will, but I will say something about the real life story. Okay. If I could. Because I think I know who the watcher is. Okay. Uh, but in the real life story, that family never actually lived in that house. Spoiler alert. Wait, but the house is real? The house is real. They got the letters, but they did the reno before moving in. So they never lived the family. there. Yeah, the family. Like, they never lived in that house. Well, that house. would make for a horrible show if they weren't living I know. So what I'm saying letters. is that, but this is the thing, Maury, is that you're like, Ryan hey. Murphy did a good job taking a true story and making it good for TV. Right, like or they did get letters. What we're seeing in the show, like these things that are happening. Right. Are they... Mm-hmm. 
like an amalgamated like these things happened to other families that lived in that house no and no in the show it's just it's all happening no. to the one family no no here i'll give you i'll give you an example okay without spoiling i'll, I'll give you an example without spoiling how far into it are you episode three Oh, so very leave. early. You should leave. You know, no, no, it's just his fault. Turn, turn, you turn your headphones. Turn your headphones weekend. down for one second. Uh, I'm just gonna walk right there. Just walk right there. Yeah. Walk right there. And let me just in case. By, by the way, we're talking about the Watcher. Everybody, okay? And I'm gonna say something right now that may spoil an episode. Although I'll try and be somewhat vague. Mocha just took his headphones off. He's standing in the hallway now. Okay, cool. Um, How's he okay, so I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to run the show. Like, sure, can you gonna, push a button? Oh, I can see him through the window. I can see him through the window. Hold on one second, bro. Hold on one second. Okay, so you know the the guy that they said lived in the house before he did the one with the murder family? John Graff. Right? Okay. Yes. So that story of that guy is real, but it has nothing to do with that house. He murdered this them was, in a different house? This was a murder that happened like many years before this took place. In that same part of New Jersey, but had nothing to do with that house. So they took one story and then merged it with this story yes. to make an even better story. Right. Okay, but both are true in their own aspects. They are, but it's but you're not living in a murder house. Yeah. You can't take one true story combined with another true story and say, hey, right. this is a true story. Well, then, yes. you know, but when the show starts, it never on the screen I, says I, based on true. It says nothing about it. Yes, People it does. just did their own research. It's, of course it says based on true events. Where? I didn't Every see episode that. starts that way. Oh, I hit skip intro. Oh, yeah. Every every episode starts starts that way. Anyway, they did get letters, right? Yeah. But they weren't living there when the letters happened. And I and then the guy actually and then the the dad did in the New York uh, in the New York Magazine article, he did admit to sending letters himself. So he did do that because they did have weird ass was neighbors. There, was there a tunnel? There was no tunnel. Really? No. How can you fake something that big? Exactly. As, as, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Hey, I was uh, you, okay. Here's what you missed. We just had. Here's what you missed. We just had a whole conversation that ended with Maury saying, "How can you fake something that big?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I love Bobby Cannavale. Uh, oh, he's, he's great. so good. He's so Jennifer good. Coolidge he's so is good. Amazing in this. Yeah, yeah. Her character never existed in real life either, though. Really? No. Spoiler alert! No. Oh, and Mia Farrow is so good in this. Mia too. Farrow is. Wait, really she's good in it. In Spoiler alert, guys! You know Mia Farrow. She's Do on I? Your, if you're on episode three, you see her. She's the she's the neighbor with the with the the weirdo that's son. That's Mia Farrow. Yes, yes. Yeah. With the glasses and the hair. Yes, that's Mia Farrow. Yes. She lives next to Big Mo. Right. Yes. Also, the original house, there was um, there was never any mention of the in the original house that there was ever a dumb waiter. There wasn't? No. Dummy wait. With the, the elevator thing. Well, why am I gonna watch the show now? You're like debunking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good, good show. Because it's an it's an enjoyable show. It's an it's Did an, you finish the show? It's not Shem? a good show. Yeah. It's an enjoyable Better. show. Wait, right? I, Matthew yeah. and I loved it. Yeah, so Shem finished. Loved it. We, Ori and Matthew finished. We watched yeah. it literally we, all you guys finished yeah. all of it. We watched it with rocks. You did? Yeah. Yeah, she loved it. <laughs> That's parenting right there. Wait, can I ask one more question, Mocha? Yeah. Can you leave again? Uh, no, I'm not leaving. No, no. Just okay. what what is, is it? what happens whisper, a whisper. Bro, I kind of heard what you just said. Wait, um, are you talking about no, episode no, two? No, 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 he doesn't. Don't, don't worry about it. No, okay, you, you, he didn't spoil anything. Um, no, I don't think so. Even that? I don't think so. Uh, no, not in the way that they portray it, no. 
Well, that's so disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, anyway I it's a great show. To, I can't wait to finish watching. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> On Netflix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, eBay pulled down a bunch of costumes for uh, Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Yeah, well, TikTok is all over that already, though. All over what? People dressed up like Jeffrey and, Dahmer? And, and uh, lip-syncing to scenes from the show. <laughs> oh, God. Are you like, serious? Somebody's foot between <laughs> two pieces of bread or somebody's head between two pieces of bread. Right. And lip-sync the scene where um, Jeffrey offers the neighbor the sandwich, and she's like, I'm not going to eat that. And he's like, are you a vegetarian? And she's like, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm not going to eat something from my neighbor whose house smells like rat or something like that. Oh, so. wow. Jeez, man. People Seriously? are wild. Yeah. Hold on. But these are the same are people wild. that were throwing outrage at Katy Perry for her song Dark Horse. When I don't know if it's the same people. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if it's the same people. Yep, and these videos, it's not like people are ignoring them. They're like hundreds of thousands yeah, of likes. People are, people people are loving them. them. Are yeah. you going to do one more? Are you going to get on this? No, Matthew said no. Yeah. So you, oh, wanted so you, thought, so you, you thought, thought about it. So you put on his PR hat and was like, that is a bad idea. Yeah, it is. So you were going idea. to do it? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny that. Well, obviously. Terrible, Terrible. What part were you going to put in between two pieces of bread? I was going to put my foot. Your foot. And what were you going to say? No, you lip sync along. It would be the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? And you wanted Matthew to be a part of this? No, no, no. It's a solo thing, but I wanted him to at least like. like what do you mean it. it's a solo thing? Isn't it a conversation between no, two people? So it is, but you're supposed to like dress up as like you wear like a you know a hat or something like that, and then you cut to yourself again with the glasses. Oh, it's one of those TikTok videos where yeah. you play two different characters. Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. TikTok looks so unimpressed me, right now. Yeah. He looks so yeah, mad at me. My God. You know, I, I think about this all the time, right? I, I. I Every time I hear stuff like this, I'm like, you know, am I outraged or am I old? You know, because mm -hmm. like old and outraged. <laughs> shut up. No, <laughs> I'm not old Two and hats. outraged. You're both. <laughs> I'm not both. <laughs> no, no, because now he's just I just start thinking back to like, you know, like when when you were a kid and you thought something was cool, but your old man thought that it was you know lame or offensive or over the line or whatever it was, and you like I remember like this is a terrible example, okay? Like a terrible example. Please, it's it's a, it's an ahead. awful equivalent. But I went to uh, like a head shop where you used to buy like you know rock and roll T-shirts and mm -hmm. flags to put on your wall and you, you pot paraphernalia and all this other stuff, studded bracelets. That's mm -hmm. what I used to get at head shops, a lot of studded bracelets. Okay. And I found a, 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 a T-shirt at a head shop, which was the same one that Booger wore in Revenge of the Nerds. What was the shirt he wore? So, and I wore it to school and I got in trouble for wearing it to school. And then I came home and I tried to explain to my dad why I got in trouble. And he thought the T-shirt was fine. My mom understood that why I got in trouble. But the T-shirt was a white T-shirt. And then in red letters on the front of it, it just read who farted. And the T-shirt itself had big, giant burn holes in it. Why is that offensive? So you could see my body through it, right? And it was a, yeah. it was, thank you. I, okay. I'm telling you though. Right. Terrible but but example, old but. people at the time thought that that was like over the line. Oh man. Right. 
And I Those was like, people can see 2022 now. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're eating each other on social media apps yeah. now, right? Yeah. Like if you could only see, but, but to me, I was like, you're just old, right? It's uh, not offensive. You're just old. And so I, whenever I hear these things on, on TikTok with all this stuff, I just, I'm, I'm just like, is it offensive or am I just old? Both, like, shut I'm not. It's like, you guys are just such like, I was going to say the a-hole word right now. <laughs> <laughs> <But> I'm like. <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A uh, first generation iPhone from back in 2007 sold at an auction for nearly how much? Mm. How much you guys think? I will uh, say the phone was never activated. Mm-hmm. The phone is still in its original box mm-hmm. with like original shrink wrap around it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like shrink wrap open and then re shrink wrap. This is like. I'm going to actually original. say not that much because there's probably more of these that exist in the world than you think. Sealed? Completely sealed. I'm going to say $25,000. $20,000. Didn't worry. Oh, I was going to say just five because I sold a sealed Blackberry for 200. So I was going to say 5,000. Oh, 5,000. Oh, okay. $40,000. Isn't that how much they were originally? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they were like five bills originally. <laughs> that seems um, way too much for that. Yeah, so, I agree with you. Again, virtually you. flawless along the surface and edges. Factory seal is clean with correct seam details and tightness. Labels on the reverse are correctly pristine beneath the seal. Mm-hmm. All original, no aftermarket stickers or UPC labels on uh, on this particular one. It's brand new, never been activated. Yeah, but what do you do with that, though? You, I mean, in theory, you could use it. No, you could. No, you can't. You can't. That you phone's can't not. First that, gen no iPhone? app will work on that phone. No, I mean, if you want to use it as a phone. No, you can't. I don't even think you could. Uh-uh. You can't put a SIM card in that? Uh, just, maybe. I, and, and, and I don't think so. Just use it as a phone? Maybe. Like maybe you what could still, but I, mean, I don't even. My th- iPhone six still works. No, but you can't because because you would have to as soon as you would plug it in, it's going to it's going to ask you to connect. You can't just use it as a phone. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put in your SIM card and then activate it. And as soon as you activate it, it's going to want to run an update. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, and I, my iPhone six, I can't use apps because they're all outdated. But I still use it as a phone. And the first yeah, gen iPhones yeah. had either four or eight gigabyte of storage. Yeah. So that's like nothing. I know. It's like a huge, I don't think that phone huge, would work. Huh? Huge. I don't think that would work. That was like my first iPod had uh, like eight gig, I think it was. How many Six. songs? Oh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs. But I think that they advertised it at the time of, uh, of uh, that you could put 5,000 songs on it. Mono, um, you know, not stereo, right? Uh, yeah, these were like LimeWire rips, yeah. right? So like, it was like each song was like, I don't know, a Meg, Napster. you know, like, oh, it was, sure. it was, they, they were awful, awful quality. And then every now and then you would download a song and back in the day, people would just like, you would download a song and I'd be like, oh, finally found it. And it would take forever to download, right? Forever to download. But somebody would have taken that song mm-hmm. and right in the middle of it, just like spliced in sounds of like P-O-R-N-O. Oh God! But you, you don't know until three right? hours later. Yeah, and you don't know. That's, that's a shocker. And you don't know. Catch you off right? guard. Yeah. <laughs> and you're listening with headphones, right? That's well, not what it downloaded. That's, that's stupid lime wire got me again. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Pamela Anderson has a new show on HGTV Canada that's going to debut on November third. 
at 10 p.m. called Pamela's Garden of Eden. Here's a trailer for it. It's an interesting journey. After the life I've had in Hollywood and all over the world, to come back in one piece is pretty much a miracle. I could bring some of the glamour that I've experienced in my life here. Welcome to Arcady. I want something fantastic, something sexy, something sustainable. I am a designer myself and a creator and an artist, so I have a lot of ideas. Can't believe it. No gloves. No gloves. I do crazy things my whole life. I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> Pamela's Garden of Eden. New series Thursday, November 3rd on HGTV. So she is renovating and restoring her grandmother's place right, uh, on Vancouver Island. Yeah. So this series takes you through um, that entire project. It's hard to tell what somebody's, when you see somebody who's that famous, what their actual taste is because like they can just hire so many people to just oh, do everything. Yeah. Um, but her place, she had this place in Malibu that was for sale a couple of times and it kept popping up in all these articles saying, man, it was one of the coolest places I've ever seen. Like, it was so cool. It was so beautiful. And if she had anything to do with that, like, she's got a they crazy They talk about that taste. in this show. They oh, do, they really? Designed that, and that's where she got her design by. And oh. this, I'll tell you, this this show is beautifully shot. Is this it? This place is gorgeous. Yeah. Really? How oh. big? How big? There's many different cabins and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of like oh. a compound. That's really? awesome. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, David Mori catching up with the, the great Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson, first I have to say this show is absolutely fantastic. As an HGTV mega fan myself, I absolutely love the show. But I got to ask, are you a pack rat? In the first episode, we learned that you have so many boxes of crap. I thought <laughs> I gave everything away. I was like, I don't have anything. And then I start opening these boxes and I realized... Yeah, I have way too much stuff. I should never shop again. I don't shop. But then I didn't think I kept things either. So I'm a little bit uh, <laughs> confused myself. But all those, I just kept on sending stuff home, I guess. This is what I call home. So all around the world, whenever I finished a show or if I had, you know, I just sent things here if it was important to me. I have everything from my kids, the kids' report cards, pieces of art. I'm one of those. I didn't realize I was until I actually saw it myself. So, Yeah. But I love it here. I mean, I'm, I just turned right back into the little girl that was born and raised here. I mean, this is the first place my little feet touched the ground. My parents lived on this property. My father was raised on this property. I bought it from my grandmother around 30 years ago. She lived out her life here. And then when she passed, um, I just let this place go. I didn't have the resources to keep it up. I almost lost it a few times, but I held on to it by the skin of my teeth and just said, one day I'm going to end up there. So keep it. And so I kept it, and just in the last few years, I started coming home more, and I realized, I think I'm there. I think I'm home. Wow. So what a beautiful like, story. I know. My God. To keep, the, uh, to keep the home like that in the family for that long? Yeah. So do you think she's going to, like, permanently, permanently? I think she's, she's been there for a Live long there? time now. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I, think she, I don't think she's lived in L.A. for quite a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, this is Dammit Mori talking to Pamela Anderson. Her new show called Pamela's Garden of Eden will premiere on HGTV on uh, November 3rd. People who watch the show are going to see the exact same thing I saw, which is you incredibly calm and so happy. Would you say this was the most special thing that you've ever worked on? You also said in the show that you didn't have a lot in common with the people in Hollywood. Is this the life you finally earned, what you worked so hard for? I, You know, it just gives me goosebumps to think of that because this feels like success to me. It feels like, first of all, I made it in one piece. I made it home in one piece. But I just, I've always kept one foot on the island, one foot here, knowing that I had this place was really grounding for me. And as crazy as my life got at times, and as wild, I always knew I had home to come home to. And it, so this has been my sanctuary that I've been able to come and refuel, reset. And I always knew 
that at some point I'd have to have my parents closer to me. So I just recently moved my parents onto the property. They agreed. And so I'm closer to them. My father grew up here on this property. So it's really funny for him to see the dock and the, and the, you know, the buildings being redone. And he said, the only thing the same about the roadhouse is that the squeaks are in the same spot in the floor. (laughs) Everything else is different, but it's just fun to see him. He just kind of takes it in. I can watch him looking at this place saying that, and my grandparents would be really proud of what we're what we're doing here. What an incredible story. You know that, that she said to me that she won't watch this show? No. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I, should be so proud of the show. Everyone's going to love watching this. I can't wait for everyone to see the show. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to watch it because I would go nuts if I watched it. I would pick it apart. So I just did it. And like yesterday I was mowing the lawn and, you know, and on my tractor. And Wait, you're not going to watch your own show? I don't do that. No, because I will just, I'll pick it apart. I just, I live in my own little bubble. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, because then you start second guessing. I'm sure that, and I, and I don't mean this in any sort of bad way, but I'm sure that Pamela Anderson at some point got really sick of Pamela Anderson. And I, and I don't mean, you know, down on herself, but when you were as, as exposed as what she was and used by so many different people and outlets that you don't get a good feeling of seeing yourself it doesn't it doesn't make you feel good when you see Mm. yourself on television even if you are renovating your grandmother's place like you know you're just so critical of of everything and and you've just been judged for so long that it's probably not a nice experience to to watch yourself well pamela's garden of eden will premiere on thursday november 3rd at 10 p.m on hgtv the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Hey, did you see that video of Drake winning all that money? Oh, God. Is it from um, so I guess the he, online stake? Yeah, so he lost. Let me read this to you. I got to get my glasses because it's so small. That's what she said. Shut up. What is the matter with you? <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. A couple of dork holes. <laughs> Um. Okay. <laughs> All right, Maury, chill. Maury's gonna pass away. I may, I may just hang out when I bet on that. <laughs> so I guess what happened was is that Drake lost eight hundred grand on the Barcelona game. Mm-hmm. That's and the one where they had um, the OVO jerseys, right? Yeah, yeah. So he lost $800,000 on that game. And then there's a video of him and his dudes playing like online roulette. Yeah. And in one spin, Drake won $12,240,000. Stop it. In in one spin. No. Yeah. Because I saw the other day he posted uh, the receipts that he had won Three mil, or he bet three mil on yeah, something. I think that that's. I think. Oh, that that's, unless that it was that. It might. It might have been. 12. Yeah, twelve mil. He won in one in one spin. I don't even know what this is that he like. There's video of him, but he's somewhere, and then like you play online, but it's yeah. like a real. It's, it's like, like a, a real. Virtual it's thing. like a no, but it's not. But like the wheel's real. Like it's a real ball. So like they're filming. Like yeah, there's somewhere else wheel and you, somewhere and you zoom in and you just like virtually bet. That's yeah. crazy. Could you imagine though having that like that's just play money for somebody like Drake, bro? Come on, right? Now. Twelve mil on one spin of roulette. Like I'm pretty conservative when I go to Vegas. Like yeah. I save funds yeah. 
for my Vegas trips. Yeah. And I am, when I'm betting on blackjack, yeah. I'm not like high risk like that. Like no. I think the most, if I'm feeling nice, yeah, and on. you know, and like the vodka's hitting a certain way. Yeah. I may at the most, like maybe at one point of the night, because if I'm feeling myself, I'll like bet like a hundred bucks. On a hand. Right. Hold Other on. than that, I'm sticking to baseline, whatever the minimum bet is. But I never go below 40 bucks because I always need to make sure I have money for the buffet. <laughs> See, if you, if you go over money. 40 bucks, you get free buffet, Maury. See? <laughs> but if you go below that, you have no dinner. I'm trying to figure out how much money you would have to spend put to put down on one number in roulette to even win a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like what? Like how does that math work? But isn't that? But it also depends on what everyone else puts down. Not in roulette. Not in roulette. Because don't you win everyone else's bet too? No, uh, no, 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 no. That's how they. That's how everybody loses. Yeah. Because he put it down. I think it was like twelve black or something like that. I'm not sure what it was, but uh, but it came up like it right on that number, and uh, and then you just see it flash on the screen like it's because it's it's online, right? So immediately on the screen they just like show his winnings. That's nice. And it was twelve million two hundred and forty thousand dollars. And that's US won. too, right? And they right? transfer Bro. that to you? I, I, I guess. What Venmo? No, I guess he has an account with whatever oh, site yeah. this is, right? Huh. And, and then, then they, you can just transfer just, funds. However, they just transfer funds. He probably right? regambles the same amount, though. Could he probably doesn't withdraw. Like that's an incredible amount of money. It's a house. Yeah. Well, it's more than a house. Did you just say that's a house, Maury? Is it like two houses? Two, twelve million dollars. <laughs> that's the floor in your condo. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Ellen. It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Why are you on Raza Mocha's Fix My Life? I'm going to be a mom any day now. Okay, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Raza Mocha, Fix My Life. What advice do you have for first-time parents? My daughter will be born any day now, and I would love to hear what your best piece of advice is. I work in childcare, so I have lots of experience with children, but those kids go home at the end of the day. And now this will be home for this one. Uh, Full time, no breaks. What do I do? First of all, congratulations, Ellen. It's a wonderful thing, wonderful thing, wonderful thing. Um, Okay, before we get into anything else, what do you think motherhood is going to look like or parenthood for you and your partner is going to look like once the baby comes home? I think it's going to be great. I just worry about how tired we're going to be because, as I said, there's no break. Okay. What are, you've obviously talked to other people about this, friends and family. What are some of the things that they have said to you about what being a new parent is going to be like? Everybody just keeps saying, oh, get your rest now. You'll never rest. Make sure you enjoy your sleep now. And I'm like, that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I know. But, but like that, uh, okay, I will, geez, this is so tough because you don't want to freak anybody out. And I'm trying to think, you you, you will get the sense, okay, that there's going to be moments that you're alone and you're going to seriously think that everybody that you've ever talked to who has gone through this, which is most people, 
that they deliberately lie to you, mm-hmm. right? You're going to be like, God, nobody told me about this or how nobody articulated the way that I was going to be feeling. And, and the reason that that happens is because that's sort of all the trauma that you go through of those first, you know, that first while when the kid is just like inconsolable and screaming and everything else. Like you forget about all that stuff. So like me right now, my kid's 12, right? I The only thing I remember from when she was like doing the screaming nights mm-hmm. is that I was always fine with crying. Crying never bothered me, right? I could do anything with a crying kid in my arm, right? And it never bothered me at all. The crying never bothered me. But... There's other things that did. Like when she got a little bit older, I had a hard time with dealing with a human being, human being who does not reason. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where that's my roadblocks came. Like my frustration came when she got a little bit older. Sure. Right? Where I'm like you trying to explain, your mother will be home. <laughs> right? That's where it all went to hell for me, where other people it's like that newborn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I think that you should just, you know, brace for it, but I I think that as terrible as some nights are going to be and you're not going to get any sleep and it's going to be loud and you're going to feel stressed and uh I and think lonely. That, and lonely, I I just you know, I think that you you, you really should, you know, look at some of these moments and just realize how lucky you are. And just fill fill those moments with love because even when the kid is screaming in your face and inconsolable and your boobs and working and all this other stuff that's going to happen to new moms, right? Yeah, um, it, it's really like these. It's really beautiful. All enjoy, of it is just so beautiful. Enjoy the moments because yeah. much like you, Ellen, like when Jen and I uh, were going through the experience when we brought Cruz home, it was the same thing. Like all these people had all these wonderful things to say about babies and like being a parent but then they didn't tell you all the crap that comes with it right not crap but like all the the sleepless nights and you know when they say when when you hear the old adage of oh it's fine you know you sleep when the baby sleeps and it's like (laughs) that's that is the biggest piece of bs i've ever heard in my entire life (laughs) ain't nobody sleeping when the baby's sleeping no oh i'll I'll get this is a a, a something that we went through there's different sort of rules of thought when it comes to napping Uh right And some parents love to sort of prolong that period of life where your kid is still napping. Because when the kid is still napping, uh, that means that you can go and do some things, right? If there's stuff in the house that needs to be done, all this, all this other stuff, right? When the kid is napping, um, we went the opposite way and we got rid of napping very early, right? Like rock stop napping, like in the twos, mm-hmm. Um, simply because it, we felt it freed us up in life more. Because when you're out in the world and you're with a kid who still naps, that thing is a bomb, Yeah. right? And wherever you are, you have to get home to put that kid down for a nap. That was us. Yeah, and so I didn't want to live that life, so we got rid of naps early, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was better for our life. And then the kid just sort of started going to bed when we go to bed and waking up when we wake up. Uh, but stuff like that, you have to figure out what sort of life you want to live, whether you 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 sort of want those moments in a day and sort of prolong that nap period or whether you want to get rid of it because it does free you up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if any of that helped. No, it did. It really did. It's helpful to hear it from other people who are definitely on the other side of yeah. the yeah. newborn stage. Also, don't run out of diapers on like a Sunday night in February. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god right yo ellen if doing that diaper run thing, in a blizzard on a sunday no, girl, no 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 can i tell you i don't know if you know about this but this came in so clutch for jenna and i right 
we were on Amazon's subscription service oh, yeah. for diapers and wipes. Yeah. So like every other month or something like that, we were getting a fresh batch of our Huggies and, and wipes. Yeah. So do that. That's one less thing that you have to think about. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. And enjoy it. I yeah, mean, just and enjoy it. You can that, have a good time. That's all you got to do. Enjoy it. Uh, I know we can say to you, you know, try not to stress, but there will be points of your day and night where you will be hella stressed, but you're going to get through it. And everyone's experience is going to be different from everyone else's experience. Yeah, that's true. That's really okay. helpful. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome, you're very Alan. welcome. All the Congratulations. Best congrats. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Bro, you see the story that... Uh... Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis had to get together and release a statement against their nanny. So explain the whole story. Oh, I heard something about Jason okay. Sudeikis jumping in front of a car. Okay, hold on. Or like banning Harry Styles music. Or, okay, oh, so, so much more. So they had to release a statement saying, as parents, it is incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false and Scurrilous. I don't know what word that is. Scurrilous? No, it's not. It's scurrilous. S-C-U-R-R-I-L-O-U-S. Scurrilous? Scurrilous. Scurrilous? Isn't that a disease No, it's not. It's scurrilous. Uh, accusations about us publicly. No, man, don't use words that we all can't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't Jason know. Jason Sudeikis. I don't know. I don't know what that and word Olivia was. Wilde. So we know that they have two kids, right? Uh -huh. And they say that uh, talking with the nanny, that her now 18th month long campaign uh, of harassing us as well as our loved ones, close friends and colleagues has reached its unfortunate apex. We will continue Ooh. to focus on raising and protecting, protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. Oh, so she's claiming, the nanny's claiming that when Jason Sudeikis found out that Olivia Wilde had hooked up with Harry Styles, um, because he found her old Apple Watch mm -hmm. and started going through the messages on the old Apple Watch and found apparently the messages between uh, Olivia Wilde, his then wife, or no, they don't think they're officially married, but Olivia Wilde and uh, Harry Styles. And then she says that um, he threw himself in front of her car in an attempt to stop her from leaving to go and see Harry Styles one day. Like, like he tantrum. just like laid down on the ground in front of her car to prevent her from leaving. And then the nanny also says that uh, that he banned any of the staff in the house from listening to Harry Styles music um, in the in the house. So if they just want to listen to Watermelon Sugar, they just Not got allowed. AirPods? No, no, Damn. no. And she said that uh, I feel bad for Jason because he really wanted to make things work. He tried. He left everything to go to uh, therapy and try harder to do better, and it didn't work. That's what the nanny said? That's what the nanny said. Oh, saying. so she's on Team Jason. She, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, she's on Team Jason. Jeez, man, when the nanny starts doing, oh, what but then an now ugly they mess. have to come and now, together. And, be, and and you know that there's no like. I mean, I'm sure they're cordial for the children and stuff, yeah, but their relationship is not. Well, I mean, it does not appear to be you know solid. Where getting together and releasing a statement would have been any sort of yeah. fun well, activity for the, the two of them. Business to say anything. And normally well, they sign NDAs and mm -hmm. all this other stuff. But that stuff nanny, you too, know, she right? got paid for spilling all the tea. 
Oh, yeah. I know, but you just keep the oh tea in God. your cup, man. No. It's not your business to tell. Oh, please, Maury, if you had this information... Yeah. Have, yeah I would... know, but I kind of feel bad for them. You do? I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, listen, there's two kids in there and everything of else, course. and I, 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 get all, I get all that, right? But lying in front of the car, yeah, right? Like, oh, God, the heart, like... <laughs> Jesus, man. What was the word they used? Scrumpulous? Scr- I, I still know. think that's Scurious. not a word. I think they meant scrupulous. Yeah, yeah. Hold but on, my Let's see what S-C-U-R-R-I-L-O-U-S. it is. S-C-U-R-R-I-L-O-U-S. Scurrilous. What? S-C-U-R-R-I-L-O-U-S? Yeah, hold on here. Give me one second. They missed the P. Making or spreading scandalous claims about someone with the intention of damaging their reputation. I've never seen that word before. S-C-U-R-R-I-L-O-U-S. Scurlious. 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 But throwing yourself in front of the car like that, like you just know what kind of hurt that that guy was in that day, huh? Yeah. You know? That's like like your your very last kind of ditch attempt. Oh, just like stay or kill, like stay or run Mm -hmm. me over, right? You're going to leave? You're going to leave and go and see him? You're going to run me over like that is like oh my god and then to have somebody see like that's the thing like when you especially when you watch like all these reality shows and stuff like that like when you're at that level of fame right like you have house staff you know oh yeah and And everyone's seeing and none of that stuff is private like you don't have like you don't have privacy like there is No. no like when you're you know, in the middle of a breakup and, like, you're throwing yourself in front of the car and Man. all of this stuff and crying in the living room. Like, the, your nanny and you're, like, your yeah. trainer sitting in the other and room, And then the nanny's right? getting paid to spill all the beans. <laughs> it's really on your crazy. Life. Damn, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, so they've released the price for that uh, Netflix with ads. Okay. So in Canada, it's going to be five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. A month, but isn't that just what Netflix was when it, when we all started paying for Netflix? Yeah, right. Wasn't it something like that? Or like but keep in mind that when that happened, there wasn't all the other things we subscribe to. No, so I now know. it's very appealing. And they didn't have all the the, the library that they have no, now. Obviously, no, no, no. Right? And do you remember how everybody was like all pissed off because there was just such a vast difference between like Canadian Netflix and U.S. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a huge difference. Stuff wasn't on Canada. No. And, I mean, there's still now minor differences, but I think it's... it's for the I, most I, part, it's for like the on most par. part, you don't hear those. You don't hear no. those complaints anymore. I might do this. You really, huh? Like So like, you watch a couple commercials, but you're going to save money. But more, you literally spend, like, so much money on absolute nonsense. But I like to save where I can for that nonsense. But that's so crazy. What is Netflix now? How much does Netflix cost? Like thirteen dollars. Fourteen bucks. Fourteen bucks. Okay, so this is like six bucks, right? Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're gonna get five minutes of commercials per hour, I guess. I don't know how that works. That's too much. Uh, The ads will be either fifteen or thirty seconds in length, and Mm -hmm. will play before and during shows and movies. Stop. Yes, everyone. So TV. Yeah. Like regular TV. Yeah, but right we now. don't pay per channel on most cases. Yeah, but it's going to be like television. Like regular television. Yes, it's, it's called cable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know, okay. but when you're watching normal cable, yeah. you expect that. You're not paying per each channel you watch. So it's like you get that. But on Netflix, because it's not been there and you're paying for that, Five minutes is a lot. I thought you were going to say it's like one 30-second commercial. No, no, no. This is With a lot. With an average of four to five minutes of ads each hour. Now, here is... So if you binge a show, that's a lot. Well, it's, it's an extra four minutes. <laughs> per hour. Yeah. Um, my problem with this is, and I don't know how they're going to get around it, is 
if you watch a show on Netflix that originated on a network, mm. there are those breaks written into a show where they would have historically put ads. Sure. So like writers write around commercials, mm. right? Like that's just how shows are. But when you're watching a, say, Netflix original show, say like Stranger Things, where Stranger Things, stra exactly. Stranger Things isn't built around commercial breaks. But it's the same as when you watch a YouTube show. It just says commercial in three, two, one, and in the middle of a sentence, Which it'll is, cut to a commercial. We, yeah, but we're not talking, like, like when you're watching mm. a, uh, something on YouTube, we're not talking about like a $200 million movie that they've invested in. Like, where now, do you put the commercials? It's going to be in the middle of like a sentence. It's just like, going to pop in. Will they, here's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. They'll put those ads in shows, let's say, let's talk about TV shows, right? Yeah. Shows that existed on a network before that are now on Netflix. So right. a show like The Office, right? Or Schitt's yeah. Creek. Yeah. Or Schitt's Creek or Friends, any of those shows that existed historically on cable, now that they're on Netflix, I wonder if those are going to be the shows that have ads. And then moving forward, if any movies that they make specifically, or TV shows specifically for Netflix, if they'll build them knowing that ads are going to be placed. You can't, you can't ask people oh, to do can, that. But then you, you can't, can't do that no. for people who are paying no. the premium, right? No, you can't, and yeah, you can't, you, you uh, can't ask, like you, some of these directors that they've hired, you know, to, to do these shows, like you can't say, yeah, yeah, make yeah. a movie, but only put, you know, gaps in there, like write it yeah, around, yeah. write it around commercials. It's, it's really wild. So I don't know how or they're going to, I don't know how they're going to do it. Or do you um, think it might be like, you know how YouTube, if you watch a long video that's on That's what YouTube, Mario was just saying, where they just yeah. pop up right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll watch like uh, watch like a, a home thing, and then in the middle of them showing me their kitchen, it cuts to a commercial. See, I don't see. I don't know why YouTube jabronis don't have YouTube Premium. I know for some reason I pay every for time, every time we, every time I say, "Hey Mocha, can you play this for me?" Right? Yeah. You are sit through these insufferable ads on YouTube, well, and they aggravate you so much. Like the look on your face every time I'm like, "Hey Mocha, can you play this for me?" And he always goes like this, the same thing. I look at him. He's at his computer, and he goes. Oh, freaking ass. <laughs> right? Every single time. Every single time. You know what? And I probably watch, I watch YouTube. More than anything. More than I watch Netflix. Thank you. More than I watch Disney. Thank you. More than I watch Prime. Yep. Right? YouTube, I spend the most time on Instagram and then on YouTube. Yes. Right? And you won't pay for the YouTube but for premium. No. I don't know why. I it do makes not, no I sense. I do not pay for YouTube, and I can't bring myself to pay for YouTube. It's premium. crazy to me that you I don't, don't pay for that. I don't Do you have it, Ron? Of course, I have it. I and commercials don't exist. No, I haven't watched a commercial on YouTube in years. I know, and I love. I'm like YouTube number one fan. Yes, I I'm know. Like the guy, I'm liking videos. Yes. I'm commenting on videos. And YouTube, and they don't care. Like they'll jam a commercial, like right what? in, like like yeah, the what? Know. Like they don't care. What? No, there's like no. It doesn't make any sense to the algorithm no. they just throw in the ad no. wherever and not only that youtube will put in a commercial of the thing you're actually currently <laughs> I watching know. i know a movie trailer on top of a but movie yes trailer. but guess what youtube ain't getting my money <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, it's looking like liam neeson is in talks to reboot the naked gun franchise why because it's awesome Wait, what? Remember the Naked Gun movies? Yeah, didn't he die? No, no it's Leslie Liam, Nielsen. No, Leslie Nielsen died. Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson. Yes. Oh, hold yes. on a second. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Neeson and 
Leslie, it's Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen and Liam, and Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yes. Is oh. that why they, do you think that's why they cast him? I don't think so. I think that they cast him because he's going to be awesome in it. Because you just know him from like more serious, like those Taken movies, yes, right? Yes, but he's really funny. The comedy stuff that Liam Neeson has done, he's been brilliant in it, right? What comedy has he done? He did, one of the funniest things you'll ever watch, Maury, is Liam Neeson on that Ricky Gervais show from years ago where he walks into, he, he asks Ricky Gervais for advice on comedy. And Ricky Gervais, have you never seen this clip before? No, I need to look it up. Oh my God. I don't know if they're swearing in it, but oh. Liam Neeson is so, if you get a chance, and I don't remember what show, which Ricky Gervais show it was that he, uh, that he did. Um, but, uh, but Liam Neeson comes in to try and to say that he wanted to do comedy. He wanted to try comedy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and Ricky Gervais is like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, let's just do a scenario. Like, let's do some, let's do some improv. Right. Yeah. And Liam Neeson is so great. It's my favorite Liam Neeson performance that he's ever done in anything is that one, like three minute clip uh, with him and Ricky Gervais. He's also in um, A Million you, Ways to Die in the West. Yeah. Are you listening to it, Shem, right now? I'm pretty sure it's called Life's Too Short. Life's Too Short. That was yeah. the show. Can I somebody guess, listen to it and tell me if they're swearing in it? He was also in Ted yeah. 2. Yes, right. But oh, Lee, and, Liam Neeson's comedy is like beyond funny. And he was funny in Love Actually. Nah, stop. Why are you going to bring what, up Love every Actually, Every single man? time. Every single time. We're not talking about. That's on you. It, it's not on me. You're How the one that brought it up. Me? Because you mentioned Lee. Nobody was going to bring up Love Actually. Nobody. Not one person on this show was going to bring up Love Actually. It's hard not to when you say what comedies has he done. First of all, Love Actually, not a comedy. He was funny in it. In what way was he funny in it? His moments with the little kid. No, that's the not designed to be funny. Is there swearing in this, Shem? Oh, he's listening. Okay, we'll go on to another story, and then Shem will uh, let us know if we can uh, listen to that, because it really is the greatest thing I've ever heard. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Jen texted today, Roz, um, I guess because you and I, we wake up so early every day yeah. for work. And Jen said, hey, Roz and Mocha, I've been getting up for work at 4.50 every day, and my boyfriend and I are both night owls. How do you guys get up so early? What do you do for a living? I work in a film. When you say that you're a night owl, how late are you staying up? Uh... So when I don't work, we're up to like 3 or 4. Oh, and yeah. when I work, I try to go to bed around 10 or 11, but mm. it doesn't normally happen until about midnight. Oh, yeah. gee. So what are you doing? Just tossing and turning? Uh, yeah. Oh, I got no. insomnia. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start scrolling on your phone. No, I stay away from technology. It's just oh, really? Funny. It just keeps me oh, awake, yeah. What's, uh, what movie are you working on? Uh, I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> on, Why not? Come on, girl. I can. Is it a sequel? Not, uh, Is it a sequel? No, it's a show. Oh, it's a show. Is it the boys? Yeah. No. Nope. No. Nope. So I have worked on that. Oh. That's a fun one. Okay, cool. Um, so what do you do? Uh, I'll tell you, every morning when... You can bleep this, right, Mocha? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, we've talked about this so many times. Every single morning when I'm lying in bed, right? Every single morning I'm lying in bed. When my alarm goes off at 3, whatever it is, 48, my alarm goes off, I open my eyes, and I say to myself, <laughs> Um, every, every single morning, every single morning, it hurts. Like it, it is, <laughs> there is no getting used to waking up in the threes. Yeah. Right. That's not morning. That's night. Right. Yeah. Like, like, and, and you know, and, and my funny thing is, is that like every time you talk to somebody like, you know, when you, you go on like an all-inclusive vacation and you got to take that like early, you know, flight 
you know, at yeah. 6 a.m. to Cancun uh, yeah. and your whole family gets up at four and it's so foreign to you. And you're like, uh-huh. oh, my God, this is weird getting up at four. But we're all going on vacation. We all do that every single day. <laughs> but we're not going on vacation. But we're there's no beach. <laughs> right? Like, it, it sucks. Every The thing that you do once a year, maybe or twice a year, we yeah. all do every single day. And it sucks. If you're already uh, an insomniac, Jen, then I, 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 I mean, I guess I can't help because I have no problem going to bed at right. 7.30 every single night. Yeah. I tried uh. that last night and the fire alarm in my building went off at midnight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. They got you. That gotcha. sucks. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, yeah. Because you normally go to bed at what? Like 11? 11. Yeah. yeah 11. So what's earlier for you? Um, like last night, 10, 15. Oh, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, okay. not bad. I, I felt and I felt much better uh, going to bed at ten. We're so, so we're slowly trying to do it a little bit earlier. Yeah, good. Do it. Go to sleep a little bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Stop it. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, Jen. Maybe if you um, are feeling uh, that you can't sleep and you need some company, maybe you like listen to our podcast. Uh, I do actually. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I do a mixture of depending on what the brain prefers of either just like just music or yeah. or podcast have you tried reading um that wakes up my brain too it much it does oh no <laughs> wow interesting yeah, yeah. no it's a tough. very mental position like very yeah. a lot of uh, i'm an assistant director so it's a lot of mental work gotcha. so anything gotcha. that involves just shutting the brain down is better for me yeah. Yeah. one thing that helps me is what i i i watch forensic files on hln if i need to sleep because the narrator's <laughs> voice is really soothing oh when yeah. he's talking about luminol yeah <laughs> Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, there's a lot of there's everybody sort of has their own tricks. But I I I you know I know every single morning when you know I wake up, it sucks. When Mo- Mocha wakes up even earlier than I do, what time do you wake up in the morning? Uh, two fifteen. Two fifteen. Wow. Right. Yeah. Like people are getting into Ubers after last call. While Mocha is jumping into the shower to come to work. The other day, I when I was on the road, I, there's a bar in my neighborhood. Yeah. I drove by and like three people were standing outside of the bar having a cigarette. Yeah, because they... Oh, <laughs> Right. What a life. What a life. Right? Yeah. Anyway, all the best to you, Jen. Thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show, and thank you for reaching out. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan. I listen every morning in my trailer as I wait for the actual show to start. Yeah. Can you at least tell us who is uh, starring in the show and or movie that you're working on? I can. No. Oh, damn can you at least tell us what's for breakfast at Craft Services this morning? Uh, it was a selection of a sandwich or, or custom breakfast box and oh. overnight oats. Oh, Custom breakfast box. That I don't even know what's in that. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, so good. Amazing. Love you, Jen. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks so much. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Back to nature. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, no way. What's up, dude? Good. Not much. Yourself? Good, man. What's your name? Josh. This is the text that Josh just sent, Roz. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to reach out and say that I finished all the podcast episodes yesterday. Finally. Wow. Not sure how people have the time to commit to starting it all over again. One time through was a mountain to climb in and of itself. Love you guys. Love the show. Roz's book came in this week, so I got that next on my list. I cannot wait. Now it's just getting my wife to finish up so we can chat about it. Thank you for all you guys do. 
bright spot in so many lives, uh, so many people's lives. Have a great day. Thank you for that text, Josh. That means a lot, man. Awesome, man. No problem. Thanks for calling. Um, So did you have a goal in mind when you started listening to the podcast? Like you knew you wanted to wrap up by a certain date or it just so happened that you plowed right through and you're here now? No, I've just been kind of dipping in and out over the last couple of years. I would kind of keep up with the new stuff. And then when I caught up, I would go back and forth, back and forth. And then about six, seven months ago, I started listening more while I was during the day at work. Yeah. And then I would just, I started over at the beginning and then just caught up to where I had got up to i think i got back up to like episode 200 or something wow and then finally i then i did the couple new ones again and last night i was listening to it and all of a sudden there was no more and i was like what the heck oh damn. So, yeah yeah sorry about that <laughs> and then we, we have like all fun. the uh the specialty episodes in there as well like an all games episode or like an all damn it's episode um we is have, there we have people i know you said that it was a mountain to climb we have people that do this every year and i i don't know how like I would like. Don't get me wrong. I would love to go back and listen to it again, but there's no way I can commit to that. Like four hundred, four hundred seventy some episodes. Like you guys are nuts. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a lot. But we have people because what people want is tr- becoming the person who listened the most when Spotify at the end of the year releases your stats. Oh yeah. People yep, yep. every year want that title. Yeah, because right? they and, want the win. And they fight for it, <laughs> yeah. right? Like they, like you would not. As soon as those come out, like RIP to our DMs, because the the amount of people that send in <laughs> hoping that they were number one for the entire year, I know. and then when they're not, because we had one year, whether it was last year, or the year before, where people were upwards of like two hundred thousand hours of something or something like that, whatever it was, two hundred thousand minutes, and the person who came in second came in second by like a couple. Yeah, like yeah. they just missed out. I know. Right? It's a battle. It's a battle, and people want that title. So uh, they do it every year, man. Um, Josh, now that you've hey. gone through the entire podcast, like all the episodes, um, in listening, is there anything that kind of like stuck out in your mind that maybe you, you wanted to ask uh, either Roz or myself about? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Unfortunately, oh, okay. <laughs> I never expected to actually talk to you guys. So the problem is every time I'm listening, I'm like, oh, I should remember that to call. And hey, I should remember that to call. But now I don't know. I'd oh, have to go back okay. and make notes. I should have made notes, but the problem was when I was listening, I was nowhere near anywhere to make notes. Hey, right, you know what right, you should right. do? Go back and start at episode one and then start making notes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe okay, should, I'll call maybe you again in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you're the best, dude. Thank you for your dedication to the show and also uh, to the podcast. Before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Sorry, Mocha. It's got to be Roz. Oh. I was going to say, I know all the same answers. Everybody calls in, like, well, it's Roz for this, this, and that. And you know what? It's Roz, hands down, pants down. Yeah, we're we're very similar in a lot of ways. So um, I've always related a lot more to you and the stuff you say on the radio and the advice you give. So Bro, I, uh, I, it's I thought you. I thought I was making some ground in this world, like after the book came out and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> I got two messages in a row yesterday. Yeah, from beautiful people, right? Like just talking about like the book and how much it meant to them and the Aww. stories and like we we're sharing dad stories, everything else. Two messages in a row, and I mean long messages. Like, you know when you run out of room on an sure. Instagram DM? And, and then you, you got to send another one, one, yeah. Right? I'm talking like four blocks of texts, uh-huh. okay? Two in a row both ended with, by the way, Mocha's still my favorite. <laughs> and guess what? I didn't have to write a book. Yeah. And I was like, and I wrote her back and I was like, what the hell does a guy have to do? <laughs> you you got to write two books. <laughs> Josh, you're the best, bro. We love you. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, guys. Love you, too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's that time. Hey, Mocha. Uh huh. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Oh, I was reading this story. Uh, we don't, you know, these stupid things that come out about baby names and like baby name trends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So apparently, they're predicting that the new trend in baby girl names is going to be old timey man names. Old timey man names. Yeah. So like naming baby girls after like their great grandfather, kind like of Gilbert. Thing. Like not like Gilbert, like Ira or um, Arlo. <laughs> oh yeah. Or like Clark. Right? No. Yeah. Clark? Clark. Jean. Right? Jean. Yeah. Uh, Murphy. Right? Is really? Abernathy on there? Calling a baby girl Teddy is on the list. Teddy? Teddy. Yeah. Calling a baby girl Lou. Just straight up L-O-U. He's straight up L-O-U. Huh. Yeah. Max is on there. But okay. they, they, they think that the big trend in baby girl names is going to be old-timey man names. Huh. Right, okay. not like Ezekiel. Like they're not going like that, but like and Ray. Moses. Moses. Mo- not not that old. Okay. Right. Like we're not going Moses old. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm just asking the questions here. Uh, and then uh, some. Uh, they're talking about uh, some of the epic names that uh, that people may wind up with their kids. Uh, they they predict that people are going to start calling their children brave. How about epic as a name? Glorious as a name? No, come on. Icy as a name? Icy? 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 That's pretty lit. That's pretty lit. That's pretty lit. Yeah, you like that one? Okay. 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 What about calling uh, your kids sincere? No. No. Okay. What about what about calling your kids supreme? Oh. Okay. Okay. What about calling your kid wild? Yeah. Uh, heavenly. Okay, I could see okay. that. What about calling your kids savvy? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Co-sign it, co-sign that one. All right. <laughs> uh, and then a couple examples. Anyway, I'm done with stupid baby names. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the members of BTS announced today that they will sign up for Korea's uh, mandatory military service with uh, Jin initiating the process at the end of October, so the end of this month. Mm. Uh, the move means that the band will temporarily be inactive as a group, but, quote, both the company and the members of BTS are looking forward to reconvening as a group again around 2025. So BTS becomes BRB? Yes, exactly. We will uh, We will be our But it doesn't boring. mean that they're going to be, like, necessarily in combat mode. Well, I don't think that they're at war with anybody right now. No, no, no. But, but you like, are tra- always. I in guess, South Korea. I guess training, right? Yeah. They still got to go through well, all the training. When, when you are a border yeah, yeah. away from North Korea, right? Yeah. Like, you, there is a fine line between. I wonder you. what their job is going to be. Uh, so everybody under the age of 30, all able-bodied men mm. under the uh, age of uh, 30 have to do mandatory military service. And the current system allows for some exceptions on the grounds of exceptional service to the country. So okay. some top athletes, classical musicians have been exempt from oh. military service on the basis of that. Uh, but pop artists have not. Mm. 
So uh, they will Twitter's do their going wild. Yeah, they by will the do way. their service, but they have said for a long time that they were going to. Like I don't think yeah. that they, they 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 announced it earlier this year. But no, even years ago. Oh, they, did they? This came up, yeah, because of, of course it's going to come up because at some point in all of these interviews they're like, hey, have any of you guys done this yet? Mm-hmm. Right, and then no, and then the, 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 so they never wanted to seem like they were trying to get out of it, right? Because that's sort of when I guess the backlash stops and sure. starts happening. I'm sure it'll be smooth like butter for them. What does that mean? Hmm? song smooth like butter oh i didn't get that <laughs> i'm so i'm so out of it <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast after Haley bieber showed up on the call her daddy podcast and talked about how no when she and justin bieber hooked up um Justin Bieber was still not with Selena Gomez. And then shortly after that, on, a, on a September 28th, I believe it was, um, Selena Gomez went live on TikTok to sort of address what we all know, which is just the vicious attacks mm-hmm. that uh, she has had to deal with, really just because fans, like there's two camps of fans with Justin Bieber. There's like the Haley fans, and then there's the Selena fans. And the ugliness is everywhere. So if you remember, here is what Selena Gomez said on uh, the end of September. I think some of the things that I don't even need to be aware of are just vile and disgusting and it's not fair and no one ever should be spoken to in the manner that I've seen and all I have to say is it's incredibly ironic that I would release something that is all about kind words because that's exactly what I want. That's it. If you support Rare, I cannot thank you enough but know that you are also representing what it means. And that is words matter, truly matter. So it ain't coming from me. And I just want all of you to know that I hope that you understand that this is much bigger than anything else. And I'm really grateful to all of you for hearing me out. So have a wonderful rest of your day. So over the weekend at the Academy Museum Gala in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, photographer Tyler Hampton posted a couple of shots on Instagram and the caption simply just read plot twist. And these were pictures of Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber together at the gala, yucking it up like best friends. Oh, And right. people cannot handle it. Really? Yeah. Oh. In a, like, it's great for them. Oh, yeah. Like but I'm, I, I'm just like, this is the two worlds that people never <clears throat> thought. This yeah. is the, the, the thing that people never thought would happen. That, yes, I'm sure they're cordial and they have actually no ill will towards each other. But the idea of being at the same event and posing for pictures and seemingly getting along like this is the best thing that they could have done. Yeah. Yeah. Good the, for them. the pictures are awesome, too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I support. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, today in Toronto, Uber will start delivering pot. Hey! As well as snacks, right? Well, now, yeah, do you, you have to. Have, you yeah, can't order it all. In, well, I don't think you can order it all in one thing, though, because the the way that I understand it is when you go on Uber and you mm-hmm. look for marijuana, um, the actual person delivering it to you will be somebody from the weed retailer as opposed to a third-party driver and i don't think the weed retailers are going to pick you up snacks on the way why not 
right? <laughs> they can't just like swing by a Circle K? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's how it works. I think you have you grab the, me like a Red Bull and no, a bag of Doritos. See, I think you're looking at two different two different orders. If that's the case, I think you got to do oh. snacks in one. I know, and then you got to follow two maps and two guys that's on two bikes. Delivery fees. Two delivery yeah. fees. The surcharges right? on that is going to be nuts. Right? No. Uh, so, uh, those delivering, uh, the order will also verify your customer's age and sobriety in order to, oh, it's easier uh, to order one. Canadian law. Yeah. Uh, the program, uh, will be with three retailers, Wait, hidden leaf gonna, cannabis. Um, how are they going to, um, check that? Check what? Your sobriety. I don't know, man. Like, like click here if you're not yeah, high? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Like who's not already high ordering yeah. weed, right? Like I, I don't, I don't think that anybody like you're ordering weed when you need more weed, uh, when you right? Just ran out, yeah. Like and you thought you had more. Thank you. I don't think anybody's ordering weed. No. Like who's sober at that point? Yeah. I think that when you're when you're on Uber and you're going to pay for that and the, the hours, it's because you don't you can't leave. Yeah. It's not a planned event. No. Will they bring no. it into your house and put it somewhere for you? Uh, or do you I, have to walk to the door? What do you mean? You, what, like what if do you you're want, already high? Why do, you, why do you always find a way to get people into your house? Like that's weird, man. It's so creepy. Like dude. you're so weird. I'm you, the person's already high and on the couch. Yeah. Like, bring it in here, dude. Uh, like you just leave a boot in the door, kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. and like when they walk in. No, I think they would stand in the doorway and throw it at you. That's what I would. I'd throw it right on your lap. Hey, man, you cool? Right on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's no You end there's up no chained way. to the wall and Maury's nah, den. Nah, there's no way. There was, there was another food delivery story that I was hearing about today. This guy from New York moved uh-huh. to, what's this thing called? Hold on here. Um, Canada. No, no, it's called Cookin'. And it's okay. based on, he got the idea from Vladdy from the Jays. Because his grandmother mm-hmm. apparently um, cooks home meals for all the other guys. Where's he from? Dominican? Is that where he's from? Mm-hmm. She cooks home meals for all the other guys uh, from Dominican on the team. But also oh, when other so nice. teams come to play Toronto, she cooks Dominican dudes on that team home cook meals. Yeah. And so this so guy nice. this guy is now starting a platform. But I think only it's the a, Dominican players get her food. Well, no, I mean but they it's, it tastes like home, right? So I think that what this guy's doing is he's pairing up like really great home cooks mm-hmm. with people who want to order that food. So like you can as a chef, Maury, could go on the app and put like concoction or whatever the hell that stuff that your dad used concoction. to make was concoction. And then if somebody was like, "Oh, I'm down with concoction tonight," you at home would have to make them concoction. And, and, bring then it I, and, then, and then I guess bring it to them in Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it works, but it seems. You should do that. I know. Sounds right? like Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. You but, should do that. You're such a great chef. And yeah. People always asking about your recipes. Yeah, yeah. I would order lasagna from you. Yeah. I would oh just. Oh, my God. I would, Maury would order everything. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine? I'd be at Maury's house all the time. Yeah, just to get food. you over. Oh, God. <laughs> right. I know. I know. And Chain I, to the wall in the den. Duct tape on your I know. Because then I need him to leave and cook more and Honestly, I would get there and it would be me and the weed guy standing in your doorway. Maury laying on the couch yeah. on Sundays. I'd, I'd, I'd be sliding lasagna across the floor with my foot. <laughs> He'd be throwing a bag of weed on your lap. Yeah. You sure you guys don't want to come in? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Seth Green, a lot of stuff going on with Bill Murray, man. Nobody really has anything nice to say about Bill Murray in the last little while, um, and rightfully so with the way that he acted on set of that uh, Aziz Ansari movie. But here's an old story. Seth Green um, was doing an interview where uh, he talked about his very first encounter with Bill Murray when Seth Green was only nine years old. Listen to this. 
I'm hanging out in the green room, nine years old, sitting on the arm of a sofa. There's nobody there. There's a TV on. Bill Murray was hosting the show. And he was like, that's my chair. And I go, are you this much of a jerk to tell a nine-year-old? He picked me up by my ankles, held me upside down. He dangled me over a trash can. And he was like, the trash goes in the trash can. And I was screaming. And I swung my arms, flailed wildly, full contact with his He dropped me in the trash can. The trash can falls over. I was horrified. Okay. Nine years old? Yeah. It's not so surprising, sad. though, right? Like, could you not For see Bill Murray like, doing that? Absolutely. 100% yeah. you could. Yeah. yeah. Also, every oh, time he so speaks, sad. all I hear is Chris Griffin. Who's Chris Griffin? The character he plays on Family Guy. Oh. The kid. Oh, oh, I've never seen Family Guy. But he sounds... Have you seen Family Guy? No. Ever? No. Like, never. what? No. By How mistake? did you miss never, Family Guy? Never, never watched an episode. Never seen an episode of Family Guy. No one's forced you? Man. Nope. Forced me. What? No, like if they're like, like watch this, it's funny. I, 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 no, Maury, you're all about, you're weird today, man. Just yeah. like figuring out ways to get guys in your house and forcing <laughs> them to watch. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. No, I've never seen, I've never seen Family Guy. Never oh, seen it. Never even been interested. No, no, never. You'd find it funny. What's that? You'd find it funny. Would I though? The humor? Absolutely. So like, Would I? It's quote, very adulty so, humor. So like a quote like, um, you got money for fake mustaches. That means nothing to you. <laughs> no. Is that a real quote? Or are you trolling me no, right now? No, real. Yeah. Where's my money? No. No? No, never seen Family what about Guy. Back scratcher? <laughs> no. Or back scratcher? No. Have you heard the word? Back scratcher? Have I heard the word what word? Bird. Bird is the word. Word, word, word. But you've, no? No, I know that song. Oh, it's like a huge thing on Family Guy. Oh, but okay. Yeah. Bird, 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 bird. Yeah, no. Yeah. Back scratcher. <laughs> no, I've never. No, no. It means all. It's lost on me. All of this stuff. Oh, all of this stuff man. lost on me. Anyway. Or the greased up deaf guy. Excuse me. Wow, okay, Maury. <laughs> That's a guy in Family okay. Guy. Okay. Not needed. Okay. Not needed. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, okay, so when it comes to profanity in movies, mm-hmm. this has always been like. Debated as to who uses the most profanity in movies, who says the F word the most, who says the S word the most, all this other stuff. Uh, So there's yet another list that sort of contradicts some of the lists that have been around in the last couple of years. And so this one one focuses on Joe Pesci. Uh, Joe Pesci has said the F word um, 272 times in his movies. Hmm. They say more than than any other actor. Um, However... 241 of Joe Pesci's F-words were in just one film. He said the F-word 241 times in Casino from 1995. Oh, Oh, I was going to say Home Alone. Right? Yeah. (laughs) 241 times. So I think you have a little time. uh, Did you put a montage together? I did. All just bleeps, right? Are they bleeps, though, Are they all bleeps? Sometimes your bleeps you miss. This is a good bleep. Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, I did not miss this time. Okay, okay, okay. Just for the record, Damon yeah. Moore was responsible for this mis- no montage, okay? Yeah. yeah. But in the end, we f***ed it all up. <laughs> oh, it should have okay. been so sweet, too. But it turned out to be the last time that street guys like us were ever given anything that and the best part was that upstairs the board of directors didn't know what the f- okay okay, <laughs> okay. Yo, okay anyway man you got to work on your editing okay. technique bro <laughs> uh i thought they were good at it uh Thank so you. 241 times uh, in casino alone now yeah, great movie because if you remember there was a story that came out 
um, in 2020 that talked about the the actor who has used more profanity just in general, so all words, mm-hmm. um, than any other actor. And everybody was shocked to realize that it was actually Jonah Hill. Really? And, I'm and shocked it was, right now. It, it, was, it was because of Superbad yeah. and because of Wolf of Wall Street oh, that, that, okay. Jonah Hill, that Jonah Hill took that record because he had used 376 profanities in his movie career. But Samuel Jackson should be up there. Samuel Jackson was actually three on that list. Wow. Number two was Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah. So it went Jonah Hill, Leo, then Sam Jackson, and Sam Jackson was pissed about it. Uh, but anyway, so as far as so just say, the, the as far as just the <laughs> f word goes, uh-huh. um, they uh, did get a comment from uh, Joe Pesci's production partner on what he feels, uh, how he feels about the honor. Yeah. Uh, he simply replied, "Quote." He said he really doesn't give an f. Oh. <laughs> so, and, uh, you go, Joe Pesci. Great Joe Pesci. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, if I said that the, there's a doctor who's 100 years old, mm-hmm. who's going famous on TikTok right now. For what? Uh, for giving out, like, sort of doctorly advice. Now, you feel that a doctor with a, who's 100 years old has this incredible wealth of knowledge to pull from. Yes. Okay. So... This doctor, I guess basically somebody said, what are the, like the, the, the sort of keys to staying healthy, right? They asked him, what are the three things as a 100-year-old doctor that you would never do, right? Mm-hmm. The three things that you would never do. What do you think that he's going to say as a 100-year-old doctor are the three things that he would never smoke. do? Smoke. Okay, smoke is smoke. Never More you smoke. say smoke? Mm. Drink. Okay, smoke, drink. Smoke, drink. And he would never... Want to add anything to this list, Shem? Um, A hundred-year-old doctor. What are the three things he said he would never do? So smoke and drink for sure. Okay. And he would never sleep in? Oh, Oh, interesting. Have have like lots of sugar? Interesting one, Shem. Have sex. Have sex? What kind of doctor are you going to? Uh, I didn't say I went to that doctor. Oh, <laughs> Not my no. doctor. Okay. Shem, Shem's trying to keep it all for himself over there. Hey. I heard I heard from this doctor. <laughs> he says, just don't do it. So here are the three things that this 100-year-old doctor said that he would never do. These are three things I would never do as a doctor. I would never smoke. Smoke. I'd never jump on a trampoline. Jump on a trampoline. I've seen too many people paralyzed from their necks down. And I wouldn't ride a motorcycle. No motorcycle. Also, no motorcycles, no trampolines. No cigarettes. No cigarettes. How are you supposed to look cool? trampoline (laughs) when you can't trampoline you can't drive motorcycle you can't smoke cigarettes how are you supposed to look cool in this world uh but he says those things uh no motorcycle Mm. no trampoline Mm. no cigarettes okay i am terrified of trampolines you don't smoke anymore don't smoke anymore and you don't and i don't ride a motorcycle motorcycle. stop riding a motorcycle when we had a kid so you can live to uh, to 100 have you ever seen a super tall 100 year old shut up maury okay i'm gonna live long we shrink you say that don't you worry about it don't you even worry the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh well it's looking like rihanna may actually surprise people with new music sooner than later yeah right so rihanna is said to have recorded two new songs for the black panther wakanda forever soundtrack oh really so this is one of these things where it's not necessarily that the songs are going to be in the movie Mm -hmm. right 
um, it's more likely that this will be one of those music inspired by sure. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, those soundtracks that they release. Uh, but apparently there's two tracks, and um, the, we know the movie comes out November 11th, so you'll probably get those before then. And then so she's got the, the Super Bowl. three and a half weeks. Yeah, and then she's got the Super Bowl and everything else. So Man, I still don't believe there's it. probably... Wakanda Forever music inspired. Nah, I still don't believe it. You don't believe it? Mm. You don't believe when I tell you that, mm. she, that she's recorded we, How many times songs? have we heard that Rihanna's releasing new I music? Know, I know, right? I know. Unbelievable. But it makes perfect sense. Right before the Super Bowl and Black Panther, right? Because there was a rumor. And she was seen going into the studio. Oh. Twice. Oh, two songs. Maybe she two just scenes. Maybe she just wanted to see what it looked like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe, maybe she's maybe she's looking to buy the place. Yeah, right. We don't no, know. Maybe she's like, I, hmm, you know what? I haven't been in a recording studio in forever. Let me see what it looks like. This is jog my memory. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Netflix viewers are. Hey, did you finish the Watcher yet, Mocha? No. Ah. What? Uh. Netflix viewers are uh, upset, voicing their strong opinions on over the ending of The Watcher. Mm. Okay, next uh, story. Okay, next story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay, yeah, uh, Maury, I can see how, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like it. when I say voicing opinions, I mean like like uh, could have been uh, their displeasure. Their undisplasure. Thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, so what, the ending sucks? No, no, I didn't, listen, that's up for interpretation, but a lot of people do agree with that sentiment. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. Keep that in mind. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, James Corden has responded to that uh, restaurateur, Keith McNally, who mm-hmm. barred him from his fresh re- French restaurant, Balthazar. So, no French food for you, <laughs> monster. So uh, Keith McNally wrote, James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man and the most abusive customer to my Balthazar servers since the restaurant opened near 25 years ago. And then he went on to detail two instances uh, of interactions that James Corden had um, with his staff. And then he said that uh, he also behaved similarly at his other restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg, a few years back. And so I guess James called to apologize. And uh, Keith McNally uh, posted this. He says, uh, James Corden just called me and apologized profusely. Having effed up myself more than most people, I strongly believe in second chances. So if James Corden lets me host his late show for nine months, I'll immediately reinstate his band uh, from Balthazar. Balthazar. No, of course not. But anyone magnanimous enough to apologize to a deadbeat layabout like me and my staff doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere, especially Balthazar. Uh, so come on back uh, to the five and dime Jimmy Corden. Jimmy Corden, all is forgiven. Oh, man, that's kind of a weak right? statement to come back and like you had the win, bro. Yeah. Just say Thank you. Yeah, and, and, and that's here's, it. And here's the weird thing. Like, I understand if you're going to post this, right? Yeah. Then do an edit to your original post. But if you go on this guy's Instagram, the original post is still there. Yeah. And then, because I'm guessing it's doing very well. Yeah. He doesn't want to delete all those likes. Right? And then his next post is another picture of James Corden where he wrote this. Right? Man. Come on, man. Anyway, nobody's saying that James Corden... Uh, 
didn't deserve it, though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, last night on Dancing with the Stars, uh, Selma Blair went home, and Selma Blair went into the show um, having been very open with her struggles with MS, and uh, nobody really knew how long Selma Blair was going to last. She did very well on the show. Uh, last night, though, uh, she let her partner know that it was time to leave, and oh, my God, this is crushing. I can't. I can't. I can't go on with the competition. Pushed as far as I could. I'm so sorry, Sasha. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sasha. With a chronic illness, you do have special considerations, and my body is definitely taking a hit. It's way too much for the safety of my bones. They are just, there's just intensive bone trauma and inflammation among rips and tears. So I could do extensive damage that, that of course, I do not want. I'll have to settle in and, and get back to being a mom and showing him I have to, you know, pull back on something that I love doing. And sometimes you make hard decisions. But I really want to have, you know, the last beautiful dance with you in Bella. If you want to dance, you know, it would be my honor. My main worry, it's your health. You're my champion. <laughs> oh, man. So sweet. And then they danced, and she got perfect tens. And then Sarah Michelle Geller wrote, uh, long before Dancing with the Stars, I knew you were a 10, and now the world knows. Uh, Selma, I've been so proud of you, and I'm often, and, and I'm often proud of you. Uh, you make the rest of us believe that we can do anything, that we can never give up. And a special thank you to Sasha, your partner, uh, for making this experience what it was um, for uh, James, pure joy. I will be missing uh, getting to watch the happiness radiate from Selma each week as she stepped on that stage. Thank you for that gift. And uh, speaking of gifts, Selma Blair, uh, your love and friendship is the greatest gift. I love you, Selma Blair. Uh, remember that movie they did together, Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, Selma Blair? Which one? Um, Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Duh. classic movie, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Classic movie. Uh, they were so good in that together. But uh, I'm so happy that they're still friends after all these years. And if you get the chance, oh, my God, watch the, watch Selma Blair last night on Dancing with the Stars and her final dance and just the scores and everything. Aww. It's absolutely beautiful. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Mariah Carey is not ready for Christmas just yet. What is this video, Maury? Explain what's, so what's she, going on in this video. Every year she does a not yet video. Mm-hmm. And so she's in the bathtub and the red dress from the all I want for Christmas remake video is on the floor. Okay. And MC is spelled out in sort of like red rose petals. Okay. And you see the back it's of her. very Mariah. Very Mariah. And you see the back of her and yeah. you kind of hear like the beginning of the, her all I want for Christmas song, but she takes the remote and is like, nope, not yet. But her kids are like, come on, I want to hear this Oh, her kids are in the video too? Just their voices. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Here, let me. We want to listen to all I want. Not yet. Well, can we at least decorate the tree? Not yet. Why not? Uh... Oh, because it's not time yet. But this, there will be another video when it is doesn't Mariah she, season. Doesn't she do it right after Halloween? Mm-hmm. The, like at midnight. At yeah. midnight, right? That's, so when, midnight, that's when Mariah, that's when Mariah on season 1st. begins. <laughs> right. That's so great. She, she um, owns it. <laughs> yeah, she sure does. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, you want to hear uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson make a sex joke to Kelly Clarkson yesterday? Um, about, about a sex what? joke about his wife. 
Oh. Oh. So here they are. They're answering fan questions, and this is where it all goes wrong. What is Black Adam's favorite Dwayne Johnson movie? Um, Inquiring minds want to know. I would say Black Adam's Don't favorite. I know. God, I'm like, you can't. That's right now. Yeah, it's and you can't. Yeah, you can't say Black Adam. You have to okay. say something. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I made a movie one time with my wife uh, that I can't. No, never mind. Sorry. Come on now, Rock. It is all going. The amount of time it took for me to get that was like, I was like, I literally, if they play uh, back my face, I went, that's sweet. And then I go, oh, come on now, Rock. <laughs> they did, he did eventually answer and say Jumanji, though. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, and then wh- wh- when did he sing? How did they get into the singing, It was Maureen? at the end of the show. They were doing a tribute to Loretta Lynn. Yeah. And I guess... Dwayne has sang before in Moana and stuff, so she invited him up on the stage. Oh, he does Loretta Lynn? Yeah. I haven't heard this yet. Not bad. That's all right. Just stay out there on the town to see what you can find. Yo, not bad, not bad. I don't mind that at all. Sure. God, Kelly Clarkson's so good, though. Yeah, she got a fantastic voice. Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.